Hey guys, <laughs> I love how Augie makes noise right before the podcast launches and then the camera cuts to him scratching himself. Welcome back to the Anime Collector and welcome back to the OCA podcast uh, with myself, the Anime Collector, and my co-host, Donjobo Augie and FDD. Hey there. So, I was not scratching, I was sidling. Okay. I'm uh, this week. I'm upset. Hold on. Close the door. Really irritable this podcast. So, first of all, I had to call the police tonight. Um, I'm probably going to get a call during the podcast uh, from the officer that was sent out here. Um, but before I get into that, I'm just saying that in case I get the call while I'm trying to explain it. Um, so I have a friend, my friend Dan, who you guys know from the Grab Bag series, is uh, coming to visit this weekend. And I was trying to get onto sort of more of a, uh, a day schedule, um, but in a way where this would still be easy to do. And uh, long story short, Mother's Day factored into that in terms of like, you know, it also is kind of nice to be able to give my wife, uh, you know, more of a day, do more stuff for her being awake during the day and all that stuff. Got horrible, earth-shattering food poisoning um, oh, yeah, yeah. on Sunday. Just probably in the history of mankind in the top 100. Like the worst food poisoning anybody's ever had kind of thing. Um, like it, it lasted for eight hours of like the actual vomiting session. Um, and it's one of those things where you don't have anything left to, to evacuate, but your body is still trying to kind of thing, you know? And uh, I mean, I'm literally throwing up and getting a Charlie horse in my abdomen from, from how much it was clenching and everything. So that wasn't fun, but what really isn't fun is just everything that has transpired since then. For instance, due to that, I was in bed for about 24 hours, not necessarily sleeping, but like in bed, you know, hopping out of bed, throw up, all, all that kind of junk um, for 24 hours. And my, I, I'm just out of whack. I'm really out of whack right now. Um, like I, I feel like I can't get enough oxygen, you know, like where you're, when you your ribs get in that weird sort of displaced mode from resting on them for too long, staying in bed too long to where you just like, you can't expand your chest cavity enough to actually get air in it. And, it, and it's just one of those things like Chinese water torture in it. I, I am so fucking irritable right now, uh, because of this. And also I've been getting up at 4am <laughs> the last like three days. So I'm very tired going into this. Anyway, tonight, um, I tried to take a nap before uh, the podcast and probably fell asleep and was asleep for about one minute before my wife came into the bedroom to wake me up because some kids, uh, I, I live on uh, what's called a wash. Uh, some people might not know what that is depending on where you live, but basically there's kind of, a, it's, it's called a wash, I assume, because water, let me, I'll just pull up pictures of it wash not washington thanks google yeah i didn't know what you mean but meant by wash when i read that yeah let me see if i can find like a <laughs> you didn't share it's... me anything but if i assume wash i'm willing to bet it's any area that's easily able to flood but could be dead wrong yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying to see if i can 
Hey, this I'm, is kind of like. Well, here, here, here. This is it. This is it. This is a good one. Oh no, that's a video. Thanks. Well, kind of deja vu to episode you talk, one, so yours. where uh, we talked about carbon oh, emissions. I, gotta... I will share that. Actually, let me. Uh... Can I freeze? I see you. Hmm. Well, at least he looks relaxed in the. I was going to say. What? Okay, well, now we can hear you. You froze in a position that made you look really happy. Yeah, you like this. I'm screen sharing right now. <laughs> Am I, is it showing? What are you seeing? I see a gray screen when it points to you talking. Okay, yes, let me stop. But we can hear you. I I am so fed up with this. Like this whole week. Can you see that now? Yeah, we can see you. You're trying to share something. There we go. Yeah, I'm screen sharing. Okay, so this is this is the wash down here. So, um, I live at one of the openings to it. Like. Uh, uh, no, this, it doesn't look like there's any openings on it on this picture, but uh, basically right next to my house is like a, a little walkway. It goes down. And so imagine that this is my house. It's actually not, but just imagine that it is. Um, my wife is in the living room and she looks out and she sees some, some little. Uh, he faded out. Well, the guy on the top is really happy about his dryer. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm so pissed right now. You want to listen to you. There you got it again? Yeah. This is almost like Adult Swim. What does that mean? No. Uh, like the weird production errors and stuff that Can happens. You like guys on hear Space Ghost me now? Yes. Yes. Okay. Flip side. Right now, I'm trying there to move at them. For the love of God, I literally had to disconnect my Wi-Fi and and start it again for that to work. Oh. Anyway, hmm. what did what's the last thing you guys heard? Uh, basically, you pointed. My wife is here. Let me just try to get this out. For two seconds. I, I I turned the quality down real low. So fucking. <laughs> so. My wife is in here. She so basically kids her like right here, lighting a controlled fire. Um, I'm guessing high school age, and uh, I had to call the police um, to come out. I, they had stopped by the time I was able to call the police, but uh, they left the fire not out. 
So one of my neighbors, um, I saw him run past. I mean, it was, they thought it was out because they're idiot kids, but a neighbor came out, the wind was blowing and smoke was going everywhere. You know, like a little white smoke was picking up and, and going in a direction. And a neighbor ran out there and kicked dirt all over it. And you could see that there, there was still very much a flame going. So I'm really livid because a fire started here. Even if it stays here, that smoke will ruin my, my anime collection because smoke does that kind of damage. It gets in through uh, through the you know creases in your, your doors and windows and stuff, and it would it would do significant damage uh, to the collection and everything. And if it didn't, you know, take down the whole, the whole neighborhood, you know? Right. So I've had a stressful uh, week and today, especially it's like I had these century link guys come out, which is, I'm quite happy about, uh, but I had, I had this salesman like, God, for, I was just complaining about this uh, today to my wife about how much I hate that every single article that has ever been written has that first paragraph that is completely unnecessary. Yeah. It's completely unnecessary, you know? Um, and yeah. that is like, for me, it's like, if you want something from me and, and this is, this is weird and foreign for people because I'm, I guess I'm just such an anti-social person. If you want something from me, I want the message to be, Hey, can you do this for me? Not, Hey, how's it going? And then, and then like barrel down after talking to me for 20 minutes before asking me what you actually want. You know, like I just, I'm so sick of people wasting my time and I just sat through this guy. Um, who was just keeping this conversation going? One of the, one of the best and worst salesmen ever. Because I could, I could tell. It's like the thing is that I actually was willing to hear. Like, look, I've had such crap internet during the podcast that I do want to actually listen to you. You know, but it's just like I it's mean, point, dude, I can't even saying. begin to tell you how often this derailed. And, and this is this is the sales technique. The guy is going into trying to like i guess like buddy buddy with you and talk about things that you know like the average you know demographic male would be into so he's like talking about video games like i don't play video games. talking about tv is and trying to sell me tv is like i don't even pay for the tv for the current provider that i have i don't have tv in my house it's just internet i don't watch tv i don't need it you know i don't yeah. need it Right. Yeah. And it's just it's just this infuriating thing where people are just constantly wasting my time. And it's like I even when I want to give you my money for something, just shut up and do, <laughs> give me the details. All right, Brad. Do you think anyway, that you've got I'm done. I'm done. I've got that off my chest. chest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're good. Right. So Augie, you have moved. You've probably already told them uh during the time that I was uh oh, trying, trying to, to so Right it. now, I'm in the middle of swapping leases, and I did not want to stay at the previous place that I was at. And fortunate for, for me, if we were to do the podcast at the old place, I wouldn't be here because they're doing maintenance. Oh. And they don't tell anyone for that provider. So I'm here right now. Well, that's good to know. Um, but yeah, it sounds like you're, you're in the middle of a lot of uh, mission statements and upselling their AC. So, are we going to go into pickups before we get started? Actually, we have some, we will, but we have some pre, uh, you know what, oh, give me just two seconds real quick, because 
Um, I switched the night shift mode on my computer to uh, daytime, and it's making me orange. So I'm going to switch this to custom. Switch it back to my normal time from 12 to, from 11 a.m. Probably see if there that's the go. case. You're from California, oh. so spray tan should be a natural thing to expect. Yeah. I look like Trump for a minute. It was really starting to get on my nerves. Anyway, um, yeah, we've got some we've we've got some other stuff that needs to be uh, discussed first. So, this marks the one year anniversary of the podcast. Um, technically, next podcast is one day later. No, one day before we actually started the podcast. But this is the twenty sixth podcast, and we're um, a bi monthly podcast. Two, that's two podcasts, um, two weeks uh, instead of one week. And there's 52 weeks in a year, so half of 52 is 26. So we're, we're at the halfway yeah, point, yeah. right? So I would like to ask you fine folks out there, uh, what have been some of your uh, you know, favorite memories of the podcast, things you've enjoyed? And I wanted to uh, uh, quickly just run down a list of the things that we actually uh, – and uh, just just simply in terms of the watch club, uh, just as a reminder, um, we have watched Speedgrapher, Assemble Insert, uh, a Doctor Slump movie, Gonagai World, Dagashi Kashi, Girls in Panzer, Detroit Metal City, Lucky Star, Dallas Death Parade, Boogie Pop, Phantom, Super Grand Prix, Requiem from the Darkness, Salaryman Kintaro, Golden Boy, Solar Adventure, Blackjack the Movie, Seraphim Call, Karas, Ghost in the Shell 2, Innocence, Dokoida, Project Blue Earth SOS, My Love Story, Agent Ika, Gunbuster, Bubblegum Crisis, Photon the Idiot, Razafon, and Myochiki. And this week uh, we watched Ladies vs. Butler. We forgot one, AC. What did I skip? Sergeant Kabuki oh, Man in White nah, Beetle. Yeah, nah. yeah, the best <laughs> anime. Yeah, best best time to push my buttons right now is all this stuff going on. All right, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to to remind you guys and, and uh, ask you, like, I just I thought we should do a year interview and see like what what improvements have made have come to the podcast, what things going forward might we want to work on, whatever, 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 you know. So I wanted to mention that. And also, before we get into pickups, I want to talk about to the Cowboy Bebop Cancer Editions pre-order numbers. I, <laughs> I make myself so laugh. Loop. I forgot I wrote that in there. <laughs> that was... I'm out uh, of the loop. What? You're out of the loop? I'm out of the loop. going on? I've been moving. The, yeah, we, we talked about it in the last podcast. You know, the boogie woogie box? Well, I understand that. Like. But I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, let me... Uh, I'll screen share it. So, or actually, okay. So, um, here, well, okay. I'll just give you a little sneak peek of what else we're going to talk about. Okay. So, uh, the the numbers from last week, and I actually wrote down the numbers already because when I first uh, looked at the numbers today, the website had reset all of them to zero. <laughs> um, oh, they changed. Actually, what's up? I said they changed. They're not zero anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 almost immediately after I sent you the link, and I was like, "Holy crap! Look, they're set back to zero. Uh, they had actually changed it, but um, it also had said instead of instead of saying the counter is not live last update, it actually said updates 
every 24 hours or something like that. So it looks like they had rolled something out that they were trying to, um, they were trying to automate the process or something and uh, it didn't work. So they like, ah, scrap it. You know, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so to give you the numbers from last week, uh, they were 97 for the $550 tier, 64 for the $350 tier and 273 for uh, the, I think I already screwed that up for the $250 tier. Anyway, so the, the numbers have gone up obviously for all of them. Um, I was interested to see that the, the boogie woogie box, the, the medium tier here, um, has not even gotten past where it's been two weeks and the middle tier has not even surpassed where the highest tier was uh when we first looked at it right um so i thought that was kind of interesting uh definitely there's obviously been substantial growth this is now beyond halfway um so this one i'm gonna if i was to make a prediction i'd say that this one is probably going to get made um if i recall correctly we had determined that the movie will be released separately no 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 we yeah yeah but we had determined i thought we had a date i thought it was actually yeah here you mean until the set reaches its goal and is confirmed for production on may 31st so the so the question is does that mean that if they don't reach a thousand by may 31st i think that's what um, it means yeah, so so May thirty first is the next podcast, is what I'm getting at. Um, so I'm I'm thinking that that's another two weeks, uh, and this one is already past halfway. What was it at before? Oh, maybe it won't, <laughs> because when it first launched, two hundred seventy three was when it first launched. Uh, was oh, sorry, last podcast it had it, it was like less than a week maybe a week since it had launched the 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 option to start pre-ordering and stuff right mm -hmm. so yeah. it had already gotten in basically a week 273 it's gone up basically 300 from there right yeah yeah to 577 down. um and it's been two weeks so in another two weeks they i don't probably still won't make necessary unless because um asen is Anime Central is that what that stands for? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's going on like right now, right? I don't know about that. So but the, yeah. Okay, so yeah, I mean, like it's it's about it, so what I'm getting at is that Funimation may use that as a way to promote these. So maybe maybe we'll see a uh, a significant jump uh, in pre-orders um, around that time. So, but I'm just saying, like, uh, the numbers aren't looking so good for. I mean, obviously, the boogie woogie box, nobody, nobody wants. I, and I think at the end, I think you nailed it. God, these cookies, just get out of my face. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you nailed it when you said that people are either going to want the lowest tier or the highest tier. Uh, and and I was actually thinking about. Um, I, I I constantly think about how. Uh, I don't know why this comes across my mind so much, but I constantly try to go through um, the Pokemon that I know and wonder if the mid evolved form of a three evolved evolution tree is actually anybody's favorite. And the only one I can think of other than obviously Pikachu, which doesn't count because they added uh, Pichu as a pre-evolved form rather yeah. than it being part of the original thing. But the only one I can think of is gloom that might be somebody's favorite. And I was thinking that kind of relates to this. The final about... evolution, isn't it? No, vile plume is the, is the final evolution of that one. Oh, it goes yeah, Oddish, true. Gloom, Vileplume. Yeah, so um, so I was thinking uh, it kind of applies in the same sort of ways that you either want the uh, 
Um, the you either want the starter cutie one, like like you know the the low the 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 cutesy version of the Pokemon, or you want the super badass powerful one. You don't want the crap in between, right? right. Um, that that step in between is the embarrassing. Like yeah. He's a Charmeleon, but someday he'll be a Charizard, you know, kind of, <laughs> kind of thing. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So, so that's uh, that's where that's at. Um, and Reese had shared this. Uh, the Ooh, special feature for this box set is a Q and A for the Japanese voice of Spike Spiegel. Um, so, yay! <laughs> Does anybody care? <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I agree with the statement that I said before. It's like, well, even the director liked the English voice better. So either either give me Steve Bloom or I don't care. I'm not rebuying it for that. So well, um, okay. if you don't buy it, it might be a chance to kind of understand the other, the Japanese side of the production. Well, the thing is, you can probably get the standard movie plus TV set when it comes out if you really want for that feature. That wasn't, well, I'm saying it more for academia, not really for entertainment. Well, let me, well, two things. Um, let me just first start by saying that one time, many years ago, God, so many years ago, when I was in high school taking college Japanese after, um, like for like night, night courses and stuff, uh, I was talking to a girl in my Japanese class and I had mentioned, like we had got on the topic of anime and I had mentioned that I was watching Samurai Champloo at the time or something like that. And uh, I, I had mentioned something about liking the, uh, I, I thought it was interesting how Mugen and, uh, and Spike are basically the same character but just in a different setting kind of thing. Um, and that they're both voiced by uh, the same person or anything. And this person I was talking to started gushing about the voice actor, but she wasn't talking about Stephen J. Bloom. <laughs> she was talking about some Japanese voice actor that I had always assumed was the voice of Spike. Turns out, first of all, the Japanese voice actor for Spike is not the voice actor for for Mugen. Um, and also, uh, I, I don't know what was going on, but I'm just saying that basically she really liked this guy's voice and was just like totally in love with any anime he had done. So I don't know if it was, I don't think it was Koichi Yamadera. Um, I don't, that doesn't ring a bell. Like it doesn't seem like that was the person, but I'm just saying that somebody probably does like this. I'm not, I, I don't want to knock uh, anybody for just cause I'm not uh, particularly fond of the Japanese version. Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, I just think that this is this is not an incentive to get me to to, to shell out money for the uh, you know the cancer editions as we call them. Yeah, that's essentially um, what I was getting at. But the cash grab, right? But also uh, the thing about it though is that I I feel like whatever Stephen J. Bloom would say about in a Q and a, he's probably already, already said before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's like, you could just compile, you could literally just take all the questions people submit and compile existing interviews with Stephen J. Bloom and just put those together and not have to, not have to do a new one. You know what I mean? Anyway. Uh, all right. So uh, does anybody have anything you want to say about this um, before I, oh, I'm still screen sharing <laughs> before I move on. It's, I'm fine. It's still uh, the cowboy bebop. Bebop focused, but uh, when Comic Con, not Comic Con, K A M I Con, had the 
at one of their conventions. I was there when they had the Cowboy Bebop reunion, so that was pretty interesting. They try to get the English voice actors for Ed to win this trivia challenge, but the apparently what the, the contestant won all because of a Bay of a Beyblade trivia question, of all things. I'll be honest. I listened to that whole thing and didn't catch any of what you just said. <laughs> no, that's just a story of my life, AC. Sorry, no, oh, I'm just my hear? head. Sorry, no, no, no. My head is just racing right now because of just like the rage quelling inside of me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm very. My adrenal glands are shot right now. You know, I'm in, I'm in that fight or flight mode from how just bad of a week I've had. So I'm, I'm tr- okay. I need to eat something, so that's going to come. Uh, I'll probably run out and make some cup noodle or something while you guys are doing your pickups. Um, uh, let's see. So that's what the did you news. Not hear from me? No, I, I just I heard bits of you talking about Comic Con, and then you had talked about the Cowboy reunion, and then and then Beyblade question is how they they won, and I just didn't I didn't I didn't I heard everything you said. I just didn't string together, you know the actual communication you were trying to have regarding what you're talking about anyway I saw, okay good good so at that comic con they had the cowboy bebop reunion okay one of the events that they tried to do was have like beat the voice actress for ed on a trivia game challenge okay the voice actress lost because it was it was kind of rigged Lost to the contestant, all because of a Beyblade question. Okay. So, just for future reference, um, I wasn't asking you to repeat what you said. I was trying to move on, but uh, but thank you for, for clarifying. <laughs> um, I was just letting you know that I, I have no comment because I didn't uh, I didn't catch any of that. Anyway, so um, I've got something else here that's in the pr- in the opening discussions, but I'm going to actually wait and we'll we'll talk about that after the pickups. So, do you want to do pickups first, and then we'll do box set of the week, or do you want to sure. do that yes. first? Actually, let's do box set of the week first. Um, because it will lead into something I want to talk about in pickups. Okay. So, first of all, uh, box set of the week. Let me go ahead and smack her in. I recently picked up. Sorry, I'm drinking a monster right now because I'm I don't have any coffee in the house. Um, Psychopaths two. This is season two, uh, premium edition, and um, it's it's thin, which. Not a thin knee, but it's yeah smaller than the norm. It's it's smaller than season one. Let me put it that way. So this is one of the gripes you kind of have to have with Funimation, but it it. I, I really try to sort out. I'm trying to sort out my thoughts right now. It's so bad. The second um, season's half the episode, so it mildly makes sense. But yeah. Okay, but season one came with uh, soundtrack and like extra crap, right? But. Um, what I'm getting at here is that Funimation. I gotta go. I, I'm hearing an echo in here. It's really getting on my nerves. I think that I, I put up that thing to dampen the noise, and it's like my voice is is hitting it and bouncing off and hitting the monster can. It's really it's in my head right now. Really bad. Um, so what I was gonna say is that Funimation's been around for a long, long time, and they they start premium editions. They throw them out there and then they sort of evolve them into a system over time, you know, and that's, that's actually kind of how you end up having that, like the save edition where it says product title goes here is that you develop a system that uh, becomes so like 
like uh, what do you call it? like pay, I don't want to say payment number, but like fill in the blank or you know like whatever that uh, you end up. Oh, there's oversight and, and you make a mistake. So um, with this, I was going to say that uh, at, at least in a lot of ways, I feel like the the design team at Formation um, recognizes that the changes are going to be jarring so they try to do something to minimize them and something that i thought was nice about this is that it looks to me like they took the original now that i look at it maybe they didn't but it, uh, it looks to me like they, they took the um original photoshop document maybe it actually adds to the idea that maybe they have this that they took the original psd uh be, what i'm getting at here is that the gradient matches up like really well uh and it almost now that i look at it looks like the image is actually continuing from the spine image here into this one with the pattern i don't know if you guys can see it but there's like that grid pattern it actually yeah. looks like it's it's um interweaving it, like it's it's well it looks like it's it's meant to uh because the pattern is more opaque on this side and kind of getting lighter on this side and it's even lighter over here so i just thought that like looking at it from the spine i mean i feel like we've been bag i mean we literally just were with the cowboy people also <laughs> but i feel like we've been bagging on funimation for a while and i just i like that um i happened to notice something that felt a little bit uh like i i could give them props for for actually taking the time to do something um and i i appreciate the effort for on on behalf of the the design team right now with that said, <laughs> let us talk about their blunders <laughs> because they have started doing this new thing where I guess they're not doing slip covers anymore. Is that is that what's going on? It looks to be the case, but honestly, it's all just production art. So who yeah, knows? So, but so they're speaking, cutting costs, obviously. Speaking of... Uh, <laughs> speaking of... Um, Show the original, then the modified. Okay. Well, let me, let me find the original then. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't Do you have the Psychopaths movie? I don't. I, well, actually, right before we started the call, uh, when when FDM first came on, I was like, "Hold on, I'm I'm buying something on Right Stuff right now," <laughs> and I had I had just bought it uh, tonight. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ironically, that's the only one I have out of this series. I enjoyed season one. I haven't finished season haven't two, anything. and I have the movie. Uh, so somebody somebody oh, yeah. somebody like kindly sort of like unintentionally but in a in a way that actually like really motivated me to get it kind of shamed me for not having seen it um i don't know how I to, I don't know how for to wanting to see it. no i just like like i think it was jimmy had uh had i had mentioned i hadn't seen it and the response was double exclamation point and, and it's like i felt like i kind of had to see it after that um right. The reader doesn't know you. Don't play that game with me. Augie, Augie calls calls uh, the reader of his articles Jimmy, and he's he he knows what I'm talking about. Anyway, so here's the original, right? You guys can see that. I I'm gonna go crazy with that. Okay, it stopped. Oh man, I gotta finish drinking. <laughs> this is driving me so crazy. I think I hear the reflection in the can slightly now. It's it's as if the the blanket is causing my my sound waves to go into the mouth the of can. the can, 
and then spin around and come back out. It's so right, crazy. Right. Uh, anyway, so here's here's the uh, original uh, Psychopass standard, standard edition. edition. Okay, this is season one, not season one part one, but it's got the same image on the front, right? Now they have the anime classics line, right? Here's what they've done. Now, granted, it says art not final. I almost guarantee what I'm about to show you is going to cause them to, <laughs> to change this. But because they no longer have uh, slip covers, apparently, they've got they've added into the artwork the, redundant. The, the, the redundant like Blu-ray, Blu-ray, right? And then another band underneath here. So, in a stroke of genius, FDDNM uh, tweeted. <laughs> tweeted in 2019 Funimation plans to redesign the anime classics line of releases yet again with less space wasted on your cover art you can build a collection to be proud of so uh bravo this is hilarious <laughs> I, the oh amount of the amount of actual thought that went into this like cracks me up so so i love you guys <laughs> Oh, that cracked me up so like bad. You revive the Viridian collection. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all the rumbling hearts, isn't it? It is, exactly. Oh. And the redundant Blu-ray logos on the side was a last-minute thing. Yes. Okay, this is actually why I decided to show this right now. Because the first thing I want to show you guys in my pickups is Batman Ninja. Knew it. Because... Are you kidding me? <laughs> the logo, the blue. What? What the heck AC were you thinking? Screen. <laughs> what were they thinking with this? Let's yeah, why is it? Why is it not like you can turn it to the side and read it normally? They had turn it to the side with the label for some reason. It's just dumb. It's just a really dumb design. Um, so is this just, a steel I, case or the standard? Um, I didn't know they had a steel case. I bought this off of. I pre-ordered this on Amazon when it was first announced. This is the uh, the slipcover edition. So yeah, so it's not not a steel steel book. Um, and then the for the rest of my um, pickups, uh, I I saw this. I've already had uh, Tales of Fantasia for many many years, um, and I talked last week or last podcast about. Tales of Zestiria, Dawn of the Shepherd, right? Because I didn't realize that, I mean, it's obvious after the fact, but I, I didn't realize at the time that there was a lot more to the Tales series. So I also picked up uh, Tales of Vesperia, the first strike. Tales of Zestiria, the X. Premium edition season one and season two, which doesn't have a premium edition apparently. And season one is not designed to house it's season pack, two. So it's even worse. You can't even like retroactively put it in. I, I just, I don't even know. I don't even know how to like. Berserk uh, I'm, season I'm, is exactly great job. <laughs> great job. Formation. Yeah. Hey, so so now. Build the tell that's in your collection. Say what? Looks tacky, but at again? least it, at least it with the brown, then the white, it has like a different accent. So if you're like, Glancing at it with your eyes, it can stick out more. However, so it looks tacky. It was a limited edition that was white, yeah. it would stick out even more. 
I, I don't want to uh, I don't want to shame you for this because it's totally not your fault. But just just for the record, this is actually black with uh, like a brown trim. A gold. There you go. You can see it. So um, what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to take the uh, I'm going to get the non-premium edition of it as well. So it goes premium edition and then season one, season two. It's the only thing I can think of to make it look less bad in the collection. Uh, and then I also got this is this is, because I was able to get this is the entire reason why I was I got the rest of them. Um, Tales of the Abyss. So DVD one from Bandai, DVD two, DVD three, which was the one that was a little tricky to get, but I managed to get it for a good price, and DVD four. So anyway, th those are my uh, those are my pickups. And then I just just so I can sandwich every bad thing I say about Funimation. Um, I will say, uh, so we're, later on, we're going to, we're going to sort of just talk about the fact that we're going to be watching Miss Kobayashi's Maid Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Maid, next podcast. And I just want to say that one of the things that I, I really do applaud Funimation for is taking the, um, the liberty to, to play with the color, uh, to suit what the box set is. Yeah. I, I, or what the show is. I think that that was, uh, I, I, I like that they did that. I think that that's a great, uh, effect visual, um, like from a design standpoint, I thought that that was a great idea because they, they sort of play with it and bring it into, I don't know. It's just, it was a great, it was a great choice. I, I applaud whoever, whoever over there made that decision. Yeah. I loved seeing that on the Helsing. Helsing did that first, I think pretty much ultimate. Oh, did they? Did they make it red? I assume it's the first one that I saw. Yeah, red. I'm still surprised I with Miss Dragon Maid that doesn't have a limited edition as popular as it is. They're toning down all their LEs in general, but yeah. Uh, you know, I just it blows my mind because it kind of seems like to me, like I've been I've been warning about this for like half a year now about this bubble you know and it seems to me that that funimation saw what sentai was doing sentai is making a huge mistake that i've been talking about i mean i love their their premium editions for the most part except for the Can't obnoxiously shaped ones yeah but um okay Sorry, I just got to comment on another video. Um, was I saying? Uh, dang, that totally overrode everything I was in my head. What was I saying just a second ago? Bubble oh, about the, the premium stuff. Yeah. Um, so the premium edition for Sentai is like I, I I love what they did with with the early ones, but then they've they've not only gone overboard in the amount of shows that they're giving a premium edition to, the cost of the premium editions are are getting higher and higher, um, and uh, they're also going into that realm where they're starting to do uh, those obnoxiously shaped ones, right? And then now we've got the logical conclusion, the Legend of the Galactic Heroes premium edition, right? Um, and I'm, and it seems to me like Funimation has been watching from the bushes and rather than recognize the, that there's a, a collective weight that I feel like collectors i shouldn't have used the word collective <laughs> to describe collectors <laughs> feelings <laughs> now now I, now my whole sentence is ruined but there's there's like this um 
burden that we all kind of feel as collectors from from what they're doing uh and it is going to cause a fatigue that is going to see oh, i'm so sorry guys i'm just like i'm all over the place tonight because just how much of a hectic week i've had but um let me, let me try to put this really clearly so the way i see it the vast majority of consistent sales that come in for collector's editions are coming from collectors. The kind of people who buy them the premium edition, no matter what, because they're collecting all the premium editions. They're collecting all of all of the limited special edition, whatever they call them, right? They're they're actually going out of their way to get those. They don't even they don't even know what the show is. They haven't watched it before, but because it's in that line and they've made that self-destructive decision i'm gonna have all of those collector's editions that they go for those ones right and uh yeah sound with the nis america right right um and so uh what uh what ends up happening this is the problem and i've watched a lot of collectors in, in the collectors groups that we're in i've watched them go through this sort of fatigue what ends up happening is that collecting is a hobby as long as you can do it comfortably and even into a range where it gets uncomfortable because there's a challenge behind it. Right. And that's part of what's fun about it is that you're overcoming the challenge of like, Oh, I can't afford this yet. It's like, you gotta, gotta work hard for it. You gotta do extra stuff. And it's like, it, it becomes more worth it. Like for, for me growing up, the, the sort of yeah, challenge yeah. was finding things. Finding the experience. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, but um, the issue that's coming here is that with this bubble that I'm describing, the price increase and all that stuff happening is getting to the point where, let me see if I can lower my. Is it a price Sorry. increase? Because uh, Sentai, they're doing 26 episode LEs now because before they did the parts with like Parasite and Akama got killed, but now they're merging it together. So it's expen more expensive, but it's the same well amount. What I'm what I'm talking about though is like for instance Legend of the Galactic Heroes or Cowboy Bebop and, and these kind of things is that it, it, for for the extreme example of where we're at now. But what I'm getting at is that the increase, you know, Speed Racer is another one, but that's kind of going into the other thing about just being ridiculously shaped and all that. But the increase in both price in terms of more of them cost over a hundred dollars. You know, like the Squid Girl one, love Squid Girl, love to have that one. I'm not going to spend a hundred bucks for it. You know, um, and it's like, and especially um, from from the consumer point of view, you, you have to kind of think about how often it's like, okay, we put out this premium edition and it's going to cost you, you know, 140 bucks, but then a couple months later, we're selling it for 60 bucks on our site. You know what I mean? It's like, that's teaching your consumer to wait. You know, the people who are collectors, the people who are your, you know, the, the, the money that you expect to get because you're consistently getting all, all these uh, people who are actually buying your product, you're teaching them not to buy your product, you know, and with, with stuff like the, the, um, the Cowboy Bebop set and, and the Legend of Galactic Heroes set, they're asking for such an absurd amount that what it's doing is that challenge I was describing as a collector where like the fun of the hobby, you're taking that away. And what that ends up doing is it gets people out of the hobby. Those people are going to, they're going to get burnt out because they can't afford it. And they're going to feel um, unmotivated to continue and they're just going to go through a dry spell or they're going to get out of the hobby altogether. And then 
that bubble, that's what I'm talking about. This is the very real reality of that bubble bursting. What's going to happen is that all of a sudden, a huge swaths of people are just going to walk away from the hobby because of the ridiculous, you know, cash grab that a lot of the companies are doing. So that's, that's sort of, a, um, I've been mulling over in my head how to articulate what I kind of see coming. Cause it's kind of a gut thing. Like I, I feel like I know where this is going, but I haven't fully articulated exactly like what I'm seeing and, and how I feel like this is going to play out. And I just wanted to share that with you guys. Cause I feel like, I feel like that's where things are heading. And, and I'm, I'm, I don't, do you guys, am I off base? What do you guys think? Do you, do you think that that seems like a logical? Yeah, that basically makes sense. I think you should actually like make a video that just rounds that all up and then people can like spread it virally. <laughs> I'm kind of glad you backed off from the speed racer head cause yes, that's a collector's edition, but that goes into oddity, which is another yeah, demographic. So like, like I said, it, it, if, I would need to sit oh. down and actually go through each one and kind of talk about like all the different things, but it's just that uh, the, the main point is the fatigue that it's putting down on, on, on the main people who are actually going after everything. And we've, we've seen over the years, Augie and I, all, all, all the, in the collectors group, we've seen the people is like their goal is to, it, it's not to actually watch and enjoy a lot of anime. My goal is to have all the NIS America premium editions. My goal is Aniplex. My goal, it's like people get that and they get they get sucked into the hobby with that as their goal. And it's and it seems like an achievable, obtainable goal. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, like, let me put it this way. Uh, I had a moment when I was collecting where I took about a year off uh, right before I started the channel because um, I was, I was, having everything was going at a good pace and then all of a sudden uh, right around when sentai um came out all of a sudden the rate at which shows were coming out exploded i mean it just absolutely exploded where between funimation and sentai i couldn't even keep track like there was a time as a collector where even if i didn't own the show i knew every show that was licensed and I could, I could rattle off, you know, like basically the list and which company had it and all that stuff. And then all of a sudden it just exploded to the point where I couldn't, I couldn't keep track of it anymore. And it's also, you know, being and having responsibilities and stuff that gets in the way, but that's a very real fatigue that, that, um, that I think gets into the collecting hobby. And, and I think that a lot of people will walk away from it, especially the people who've come into the hobby recently who aren't. 10 years into it like i am it's harder for me to walk away from it because of a problem like that and and get rid of everything and just walk away from it than it would be for somebody who's like okay i'm gonna get all of funimation's premium editions and they've got like 30 of them right and then there's there's still a huge chunk more and then funimation says here's 50 more you know uh that are coming out this week kind of yeah, like that that'll okay, kill that, that let kind me of cut in right here you mentioned before before the tumbleweed or before the boulder got rolling about collectors entering a dry spell, right? Mm -hmm. Or not. That's healthy for a collection. I'm not saying, I'm not saying it's unhealthy for the collection. I'm saying that it's, the, the bubble. I'm, I'm talking about the bubble and the, and the companies are going to be hurting from this. The companies price it in a way that they can have it out still in production and even though it's released, unlike a movie where you're, where it's flash flash movie poster, it's available, then they take it away here. Yeah, no. I, I know what they you're released, saying. No, they, that's going to be a couple of months before raking back the profit. 
However, do I do I agree if you try right to now. do stuff like pre-order everything, go bam for bam for bam to try to get stuff as it comes out, which I believe that's the more healthier, healthier for the business to keep growing for the licensors. Um, yeah, it's overwhelming, but it just goes back to take, take collecting at your own pace. There you go. You there? I'm not sure if I angered AC. No, no, no. I just, my internet's cutting out. I, I can't hear you. Oh. So you're saying it's not like, it's not like a movie um, where, where they have like the, the screening time where if you don't see it in that screening time, then the, the revenue stream is not handled properly. But so I get what you're saying. And I agree. They are making a substantial profit off of the, the premium. So they built in the pricing model where they can take this hit. But what I'm suggesting is that like the, the hobby uh, of collecting is going to take the hit and down the road that results in less revenue for them. So they may not awesome. feel the pain from the, from the particular product that's causing the bubble to burst or, or to expand and then burst. But, down the line, they're they're having a uh, um, less revenue that they're you know it way too much. Choking it actually, not, you know, to where company is going to go through. I think that I mean they'd have to do something really stupid for it to actually create a point where they're hurt, operating in a deficit or really hurting for money. But um, but. They are, they're over milking now and in the long run is going to provide them with less income than, than is potentially available. Like it's a short-sighted uh, plan, I guess you could say. Okay, fellow human beings. I'm yes. What's going on? Uh, FTDM and froze and he's back. Oh, PC froze. Okay. All right. So, so are we... Uh, are we good to move on to uh, other things? Do you guys One have more you sentence. want to say? One last sentence for me. I'm ready to move on. Sure. Uh, pretty much, I agree. This is kind of a repeat of the... I'm probably going to get the year wrong because I've been moving. The 2006 bubble burst um, and the effects of Anaplex. 2007. It was, it was, yeah, it was around... It was yeah. You're you're not wrong. It was it was a, a several year thing that eventually resulted in what became the 0708 financial collapse and the bank bailout and all that stuff. And that is where everything just fell apart. Uh, and the only companies to really ride it out were like Viz and Funimation, you know. And I mean Media Blasters, but let's let's be real. Are they? I mean, who knows if we could even call that the same company at this point? You know what I mean? They have the effects of. Anaplex, which some people enjoy collecting that way, others find it a nuisance. But it's up to you to find out what you want to buy. Well, I just think that. Well, let me put it this way: I, I think this is a very real example of the issue here. Um, I have in my collection. I've got your lie in April, and I've got erased, and I and I've got a a couple because I'm making it a point to collect them not necessarily collect all of Anaplex. I have a couple of the Monogatari series. Okay. The rest of my collection is all other companies. 
when it comes to right. um it's a whole different reason when it comes to pony canyon it's like an nis america in terms of premium stuff but it shows in the in, in you like it's a what do you call it? a microcosm of the problem if you look at here is that is that the fatigue of we're going to charge this enormous amount for every set it's like then i'm buying less of your sets you know and i think that that is actually a, a good microcosm for what's happening with these premium editions is that you know what's going to end up happening is people are going to buy less premium editions you know and and what funimation is doing now and this is a bad example because it's not the exact thing but what we were talking about where this is not the the thin le but it is kind of close to the you know i'm talking about the thin le's is that it's they're, they're going to get to the point where the le has almost no difference from the real set people aren't going to buy the le anymore you know it, that's we're already sort of going down that road it's just it's a really bad i i never thought i would see things go this direction and I, I don't know are we seeing the effects of sony acquiring funimation you know m the majority stock in funimation is that what we're seeing i don't know but this is not a direction i ever thought that funimation would go in and i'll stand by my my claim earlier that gen fukunaga is a freaking genius and no it's like he's a time travel he he knows that that he he could sell funimation to sony for a crap ton of money and then Sony's going to run Funimation into the ground, sell it back to Gen Fukunaga, and he's going to bring it back like a phoenix with all the money he just made off of the deal. You know, I mean, it's just it's it seems like that's happened like three or four times in the past. So um, I don't know. It's just really bizarre. And we lost FTD. <laughs> we should have let him go with his uh, uh, pickups. Um, anyway. Well, he was freezing anyway. Okay, AC. Yeah. Do you have veggies in the refrigerator? Um, I have food I can go make, uh, if that's what you're getting at. And I can still hear you. Well, I mean, I hope I can hear you with that. That's fine. Am I locked on? Uh, let me go ahead and do that. Good, good call. Lock me on. As, as soon as I need my mouse, it does that thing where I can't, where it's behind the window. <laughs> it's so freaking annoying. Anyway, you're locked on. Go ahead. All right. So first off, hi, Danny. And I guess, and I agree with Reese. I believe uh, FTD and them got lost in the woods, sadly, with those Canadian bears or Mormons. But first off, I would like to show off that I finally completed the U.S. Manga Entertainment Library with Macross 2, the movie. Ooh. Then up next, the Sentai Roundup, we got uh, Tamako Market, which is which is uh, one of you guys has recommended it, and sadly I didn't get the sticker peeled off, but I've been waiting for this for a while. Pretty much a bunch of high school girls, a sassy bird that reflects the emotions of either the owner or someone around it, and I have no idea what else this is. Following up next is Naishi Show uh, Sumbomi. So one of the cheapies that's on uh, Sentai Filmworks, but looks kind of similar to uh, Kodacha, but I can't hear you. You're too far away in the woods. I'm back. Get back. Is it a dinosaur story? So am I still too quiet? No, uh, no. Yeah. So following that is... Um, the Master of Killing Time, something AC's been wanting to watch for a while, so I finally got that. And this I is a short series. 
I believe the manga is like at volume nine Four or something. Poor Kama. Hey, they sound like that's a manga. AC, am I still locked on? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, show this one. And due to popular demand and also seeing the director there, finally got Shirabako. Awesome. It's one and two. So I cannot wait to rewatch this again in the English dub just to see what they change. Kid, sorry, I'm gonna up the quality real quick. Can you? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, sure. no that's, that's what I was thinking. Um, yeah, I, I actually really want to see that too. Um, the uh, really when good. I saw that on the Very on the right genre. stuff, on the right stuff catalog and stuff, that just I don't know. I, I, even tonight, I'm gonna show you guys some articles just because I wanted to show you some of the uh, the art style behind some of the stuff. Um, and and that was one that like I, the differences in the characters, the the wardrobe design, every a lot of it just it, it spoke to me. I want to see it, so I I'd love to do that for a watch club some some week. So don't don't watch it right away. <laughs> so wait, what changes were you referring to, Augie? Uh, oh, I'm locked on the screen, and you were talking about Shirabako, right, AC? Yeah. Okay. Just know this: it's a very safe genre, so it's not anything to mess up. So before I continue, finish up Sentai the. One parter that I don't have both parts for is a uh, Kimi Moza, which I've always heard it called a Kimi Mosaic, but I've been curious about this for a while. I believe British girl comes into a Japanese high school and has to interact with the other students. Isn't there something else called Kimi Nozo? I think I believe that might be the second season, but oh, I don't know. Uh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, I got it. It's the short form for Kimi Ga Nozomu Ayun. EFG, HIJ. Here. Well, they can't see you, so they can still see me. So. Yeah, hold on. I'm trying to. What? Well, Where is it? And Kill a cow. So you're right here. I finally picked up something that one of you requested, which is Someday's Dreamers 1 and 2. Boom. Boom. Boom, and back to the boom. Uh, looking at the art, it kind of looks... This character either looks like Dio Brando, Brando or someone from the letter B. I'm not sure what this series is, but I think this might be a Magical Girl series. Uh, it's about this point. young magician girl who wants to go learn magic. It looks like it's in a realistic setting, but there happens to be magic. And then she falls in love with her tutor okay, stop, or stop, stop 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 don't spoil it that's the first like episode <laughs> i haven't seen the first episode oh no so that completes the sentai run however something i finally got is it the excel saga imperfect collection but this time around i finally re-got of all important things this band I love how you care about that, yet there's all these other things I mentioned before that I'm like, ha, you don't have that. But you say, oh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> but this matters. It doesn't this matter because I didn't buy it yet. <laughs> CFDD and you can't deal with high ego. That might be my biggest downfall. Okay, so throwing something from Manga Entertainment is uh, Junkers Come Here. Call me Yunkas. 
something that's I should have had a long time ago. I just finally decided to get. I just froze now, so I don't know if I'm going to freeze again. I think Chrome's acting up. Can you swim? Uh, yes. Well, you won't be freezing. You'll be free. <laughs> and from us, from uh, Media Blasters, I finally got this series, which I don't know how to pronounce. But Otogi, when I read Zoshi. it, it's about Otogi Zoshi. Yep. Sounds about right to me. Okay. Um, the black and white aesthetic makes me think it's some sort of versi or gambling series, but when I read the back of the cover, it sounds like a mercenary series from uh, Production IG. Sounds see, looks like Mori Bito or something. Oh, something. joy. Oh, joy. So, guess what's next? FTD now. Oh, are you done bit. your pickups? No, I'm not done yet. Oh, you're asking me to guess? Yeah, which company's next? Uh, it's going to be NIS America, even though it totally nope. won't be Funimation. Okay, give me a try. Nah. We got uh, Discotech Media with Baudios, ah. the movie, which is a... If you're wanting to start this series, this is probably the worst movie to watch because this is the concluding movie. Oh, that's nice. Now, if you remember Tokyo Pig, we have a fair, then partly piggy. And last but not least, we finally got Ayakashi. Ooh. Oh, nice. Which Ayakashi? Oh, yeah, that one. Up Ayakashi. Uh, the one that's, based, I believe it's based off of a visual novel series. And those are my pickups for today. How are you feel, right. Lacey? Hold on one second. Sorry, apparently I walked out of the room and turned the light off, and uh, my wife was there. Um, okay, so, so something's really bothering me because that thing I was talking about, I can't find it, and I know I have it. Hold on one second. It should be right. Oh, it is right here. I oh no, someone's got your lucky charms. All right, so you had talked about Kimi, what was it called? Mosaic? Kimi Mozo? And I said, isn't there an anime? Oh, crumbling hearts. Kim Moza yeah. or Ken Rio Mosaic. Okay, so when I said, isn't there one called Kimi Nozo, I was talking about Kimi Nozo, rumbling hearts. It's Kimi Ga Nozomu Ayan. Uh, and I was looking for it because I it should be under K because I think of it, I think about it as that. I, I should I should move it. Um, but yeah, it was under R. And I just couldn't really? find it. Really to game it. What? Yeah, I yeah. called you a weeb. <laughs> it's just the way that I think about the title. I'm just kidding. It's not. I wouldn't. I don't put everything under the Japanese name. I put it under the name that I think about it. For instance, I know that's why it's a joke. I'm actually going to move this too, but Abenobashi is in the A section because uh, I don't think about it as M for Magical Shopping Arcade. Um, anyway. <sighs> is the camera on? So FDM has not done his pickups. Put the camera on you. While I'm not frozen, let's get this done. Yes. I'm going to take okay. a leak. <laughs> so I'm good. Right? It's locked, right? Yeah, it's locked on you. Okay. okay. So 
no, Batman is my opening uh, pickup, and this is the steel Talk book. That. No, it's the oh. steel book. Okay. So I'm original, but uh, my Blu-ray logo doesn't look dumb because it actually doesn't have the little strip on it. Um, but yeah, you know, I like me a steel book, so I thought I'd take the opportunity, even though I think the anime is probably going to garbage. Uh now here's my love-hate relationship, Eld's Live, which I was actually working on the review earlier this week, and you know I need some footage for an episode, and I can grab from here now. Um, but yeah, I don't know what to say. Like I like it in some ways, but there's a lot of really annoying things in it. I don't remember if I did this last week because. I forgot to put this on my list of podcast pickups I need to grab. Did I show Eden's Bowie the other week? No, you didn't. Okay, so yeah, this must you be didn't new. Show it. So, so you're trying to find a suspect and you know just who, who to call because you got a little list. It's a very I simple hate, list. I hate that show so bad. You do? I literally bought it just because there was a preview on one of the ADV things I was watching, and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. Huh. I don't have Eating's Bowie. And I looked it up and pretty much all the copies I saw were like over a hundred dollars. So I'm like, oh, I need to get this at a good price. Not worth it. Hold on, so, hold on. Hold on. I got I it. Say, I want to say something before you do. Yeah, go ahead. I think Okay, I I I know that series has a bad reputation, but let's let's let I let him get through this because watch if, club. Let, let's just club let him get through this real quick because of his uh because of his um connection. And That's then we'll, we'll we'll talk about Eden's Bowie. Run, run. All right. My, my concluding thought was, uh, you know, okay, so I got for like a real good price, like you know, below the average series price nowadays. So but that's you also like, bought, like a, the re-release, right? Isn't that a Sentai one or whatever? No, it's ADV. Yeah, it didn't oh, get a re-release. Is it, is it that's in the stack why. pack? No. Oh wait. Uh, no, it's got disc trays. But um, really? yeah, that looks like that looks like when ADV did the uh, the stack packs for a while, like they did with I think um, or maybe Sentai did that actually with um, it's with not spin elves. But anyway, uh, yeah, this was not re-released by Sentai or anything, so that's why I felt the need mm-hmm. to get it because this is the only way to get it. Okay, um, well, I'm not I'm not shaming you for buying it. I'm just saying obviously. the show's not good. Anyway, do you have more pickups? Yeah, yeah. Okay, go for it. Go for him before we talk about Eden's I finally Bowie. got Midori Days. I've always wanted this art box version. And the place I got, I was worried because I didn't know if the people would handle it well, but it's great condition. And I watched Midori Days a while ago. A while ago. Yeah, years ago. And I enjoyed it, even though the ending wasn't really an ending. But hey. Yeah, it is a fun show. Back to the Funimation limited editions, the latest one is Selector Infected Wixis. And I came to the conclusion to alphabetically organize it under Wixis because Selector Spread Wixis is the next one. And then it has, Jesus, something conflated Wixis that is not Selector. So I'm like, I can't put that in the S's. And when you go to the Wikipedia article, it's under Wixis anyway. So yeah, I conclude that. And the next one, I didn't expect to get anytime soon, but uh, the Tenchimoyo Mihoshi collection, whatever, I mean, special and Pretty Girl Sammy. 
Um, mm -hmm. It was on eBay for auctions. I don't know, this was like hundred plus dollars everywhere I found it, except for there. And I got it on an auction, like that I didn't expect to actually go out on. But hey, I got it for a decent enough price, and I got more tension. Yeah, and uh, we're going to be doing Tenchi in June, uh, everybody. So we're not exactly sure what we're going to be doing. Probably the the opening OVAs and all that. But um, but yeah, I just want to give you guys a heads up that that's coming. My mouse is dying. <laughs> I can't unclick your uh, your screen there. Um, anyway, yeah. So that's going to be coming in June. Um, okay. You have more pickups, I assume. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. let you go back to it. That was a completely so, unnecessary interruption. I apologize. I got Berserk, the original on Blu-ray, because apparently in the UK they actually have it on Blu-ray. And I'm annoyed at this because I got the the complete series on DVD from UK as well. So that was basically a waste. But, you know, I tested this thing out, and it looks beautiful. I didn't think they actually had why a Blu-ray. Why didn't you just wait till Funimation did a 20... 25th anniversary. Because <laughs> Anime Works, I think, has the license actually, but they're too poor to even freaking reprint it. Like, they just <laughs> barely reprinted it recently, so I'm not going to bother with it. I don't care. But this has the English dub and all the bonus extras and stuff, so that's awesome. If if they still had the license for it and they did a Blu-ray um, in the same way they've done the Blu-ray for like Ladies versus Butlers and whatnot, uh, they might save their company. <laughs> They really would probably. <laughs> well, if they had the license, they would reprint just like. Uh, is it? Oh, or oh my god! It's anyway the first TV oh series god. of that. Yeah, they reprinted that. Canocon, Squid Girl, like Brad said before that. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got picked up by Sentai. Right. But anyway, um, so my <laughs> the trick. The trick is to make a Blu-ray and then immediately sell the license as soon as your Blu-rays are sold out. <laughs> so you make you not only make the profit off the Blu-rays, you also make a profit off of selling it to a company that's going to sell um, the more Blu-rays for over a hundred bucks. <laughs> AC, we have the inverse going on with uh, right stuff. Right stuff's importation of uh, Gundam series. As soon as the imports sell out, they soon sell their own version of it. Yeah, that You've sounds about that right. Many times. Yeah, I accidentally bought that um, second part of uh, Bandit some, Flower. Bandit Flower, yeah. Uh, Thunderbolt, Gunderbolt, Gundam Thunderbolt. Anyway, go ahead. For those of you who are wondering, this is Sriracha chicken flavored. Sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah. I just oh, got out of there was a long pause. It was actually because my computer wasn't giving me your audio, so I had to break the pause by jumping in here with the flavor I was eating. But I That's apologize. all right. I'm guys, back. I'm back. Let's get this Good. destroyed. So I did a lot of research into the Sakura Wars series, as I think Brad knows and Augie mm -hmm. knows, but mm -hmm. to everyone else, there's quite a few releases of it, and I, I found the important ones, and I got like all of them within the week, the two weeks. So you start off with your Soccer Wars OVA collection. Now I got this one because I got this one because it's 5.1 audio. The other ones I'm assuming has 2.0, so I'm like, hey, why not? And it was but like it dirt. Lavender. This was like dirt cheap as well, so I'm like, oh, why not? Then chronologically, next we have. So you technically have Soccer Wars two, which is split into two parts of OVAs, but. I got the OVA collection, 
which comes with the thing I just showed you, but it also comes with parts one and two in it of the second series. But those things on their own are a lot more than this was for me. This was only like 30 bucks. However, see that little guy there? Mm -hmm. See how it says PG? Europe. UK early. But um, like I said, uh, behind the scenes, um, it plays on my PC's disk drive without prompting me to change the region. So I don't know if this is region free or what, but you know, I'm my not really for, I got a dirty pair of flash volume Wait. three. Hold up. It played perfectly fine and it was UK, but continue. What did you play it on on your computer? VLC. And VLC ignores VLC ignores uh, region coding. I tried it on Windows Media Player as well, I think. Yeah. Okay. Or I um, attempted to play it on there, but I don't think I actually got it working. Have you Have you tried it on an actual DVD player yet? No, not yet. I'll probably try it on my Xbox. But you know, yeah. I don't care. I can watch it on my PC if I really want. But the reason I'm keeping it is because there's no cancerous like you know how they always put the PG rating mm -hmm. or whatever on the side. They don't yeah. have this, so that's tolerable to me. Then the next, the next thing you want to do is get yourself the movie, which is the only thing that's on Blu-ray in North America because Funimation relicensed it. Now this is a save edition to get it like at the cheapest level. Uh, the slipcover is like ten dollars more, which is like why would I do that? But I got it cheaper through Amazon.com. Then the next thing you want to do is get these are the harder ones to get uh, Sakura Tyson or whatever. Sakura Tyson is just Sakura Wars, whatever the OVAs that come after the movie. Who who released that one? Funimation of all people. I don't, I don't think. Hold on. Let me hold on one second. That's the ancient Go Funimation. Ahead. I have this complete series just there in boxes right now, so it's kind of interesting to hear you try to explain it and AC's just running around. At AWA one year, I didn't meet the creator of Soccer Wars. You met the creator? Took a picture of him, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Um, so like then, he's always wearing golf, golf clothes. The next and final volume for the Soccer Wars series in North America is Soccer Tyson Ecole de Paris. And yep, that's when they're in France. That's once again by Funimation. Mm -hmm. Like old Funimation. These are both out of print, by the way, which is rare for Funimation. Re. But um, after that, there's two OVA series that did not come over here, which I plan to import from Japan. And then I can have the complete right. Soccer Wars thing. And a little note I want to go out on is that... There it is. Just to complete can't for completion. For compl can't see me? Can you continue, see me? Continue. Okay, see, yeah. see. So the funny the Soccer Wars TV series, I I didn't uh, get this. I already too. had this before. But um it's got an awful rip on the top. But um I don't like this box set. I just like the spine on it. So I actually bought this first. I got this for dirt cheap on right stuff a long time ago. And I got this a long time ago for also pretty much free. But um, the thing I like about the OVA collection is how... Actually, sorry. The Sentai, The thing I like about the Sentai release is how 
it looks nice next to the OVA collection. It's like relatively similar in format. I just hate how there's like gray and then there's two different reds on the spine. It looks off. But you know what? I can live with that. And that's it for my pickups. All right. For uh, Soccer Wars, um, for the OVAs, they take they kind of take place after the TV series, but really it's only to introduce the extra characters that you can unlock in the game. Um, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> so I forgot I asked people what their favorite moment of the podcast was. I just glanced at the chat. <laughs> and you realize what oh, yeah, Abomination I unleashed? No, <laughs> uh, the movie I have is not from Funimation. It's the Genion release with the postcards. I do have the same box sets for the TV series, but I got the red one first. Then for $10 later, the special edition meant. So. Yeah, I thought I had some of the Funimation releases, but I have all the ADV ones. So I was I thought it was bizarre that yours said Sakura Tyson instead of Sakura Wars. Yeah, yeah. It's actually like you have to dig for it because Funimation obviously doesn't have uh, much promoting it. I don't want them. <laughs> I've yeah. got them. Um, then again, I would... believe that was like around 2007, 2005 when they released that one. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer some questions here. Otaku so asked what flavor of monster? Just the I already tossed it or something. It's just the the green one, the original one. Uh, mm -hmm. Are the other flavors any good? Because I've only other flavor I've had is the the blue one. That's like the low carb or the or whatever. It tastes awful, awful. And the coffee ones no. are just, uh, people are insane for liking those. Um, anyway, also Do not um, try the juice flavors. They're terrible. You know I I. The green one's the only one that's that's tolerable. They're all horrible for you. Awful. Like I, I, I am right. a slave. I'm a slave to the to the fact that I need caffeine at times because of how often I flip my sleeping schedule. Um, that I, I just can't get away from it. It's so obnoxious. But yeah, there. Uh, I would say that monster. Um, I stick with the green one. I, I'm not even going to go into this whole long rant about it. But um, anyway, I want to. I want to address. Reese says that uh, referring to favorite moments. Um, how did I lose that? He said, "When when I accidentally kicked Augie off uh, the call during uh, sex robot soliloquy, um, <laughs> was that in that video? I guess it might have been. Yeah, I think it was. Yep, and then and then Mister Nice Mister Nice Guy came on just to stall. <laughs> I'm like Augie, make a new email. Just join the call." <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that was a that was a great time. <laughs> anyway, um, all right. Oh, so in the let's background while you're trying to figure stuff out. I was like on the phone with you making noise. That was so obnoxious. Um, anyway, let's uh, no. let's get um, let's talk about Eden's Bowie for a second. So I want I'm just curious. Did anybody actually like that show? Did anyone actually watch that show? Is what I, I thought to it. say when you said like long ago. Here, another favorite moment. You said uh, like. I was talking about Loki Detective Ragnarok, how I picked it up or something like that. Uh -huh. And you said, am I the only one that didn't like that show? And I was thinking, are you the only one that, you know, watched the show? Because me and Augie haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't was... seen it. With uh, Eden's Bowie, I'm, I know it has a bad reputation. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm watching... Uh, I'll just 10% off. Um, 
I'm scratching one of these off. Yeah, um, and it's it's doing this like crazy. <laughs> I'm I'm on a secretly I'm on a card table. Anyway, uh, when I was watching uh, Rasafon, like the trailers and stuff, I know it. Ha- I know Ian yes, Bowie has a location, but I, I lost I, that trailer. Makes it seem really interesting. So that's why I bought it. The trailer. That's okay. why I bought it. Let me let me give you. I'm not going to ruin anything, but I'm just going to say. This is this is the thing about Eden's Bowie that drove me up the wall. You know, I'm gonna look up real quick to see if the tag used is philosophy because the show is it's does it lecture a lot? Philosophical um, journey or something? It's it's garbage. It's such a garbage show, dude. Aquarius is so good. Philosophy quotes from what's his name, Genfudo. Great. Who's Genfudo? I know that. He's uh, the pretty much the head of the Aquarion Force and stuff like that. Oh, oh, I thought you were sorry. I thought you were saying that that the show uses quotes from a real philosopher. Yeah. Um, They based him off a real person, but hey. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I just I'm just saying like you. You caught me off guard there. Um, by the way, something's been going on with my computer lately, uh, or with Chrome, rather. If I s- restart my computer, I'm logged out of everything on Chrome. It's so flipping annoying. That hasn't happened to me before. That's strange. Uh, all right, so so let me just say that there's a thing in Eden's Bowie. Have you ever heard the story about the scorpion and the frog? Nope. Yeah, the scorpion and the frog. Is this where so, the frog all in milk? What? No, 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 that's that's the boiling frog. Okay, so <laughs> okay, the, scorp- the scorpion and the frog, the frog is, is is a principle of uh, um, the the scor- It's a it's a parable basically. The scorpion says to the frog, uh, "Carry me on your back to the other side of the river," and he says, "No, I won't because you'll sting me, and then we'll both drown." And the scorpion says, "But then then we'll both drown, right? I'll die too." Uh, so the frog agrees, and he uh, he gets halfway into the river. Scorpion stings the frog, and the frog says, why would you do that? He's like, it's in my nature, right? And then that goddamn story is going to be repeated in Eden's Bowie in every episode at least twice. I mean, I swear to God, they say it so many freaking times. And it's it's like they don't even grasp what, they're, what the actual, like, philosophical Means. meaning behind it is and they're just like it's just platitudes and, and just, it's so annoying how how much they don't grasp philosophy at all and they're just trying to sound deep the whole time that actually it's, sounds hilarious it's, it's i can't wait like to hear it twice an episode and, it, and, and the whole thing is is like it's one of those things where they're where they're like uh they're trying to hunt god and it's like all this stuff where it's just it's I'm just cringing the whole time. Like some four, like I'm 14 and this is deep basically is, is the, uh, the subtext of the whole thing. Right. It's just, it's so bad anyway. All right. On um, to whatever's next. All right. So here's what's next. I'm going to read to you guys an email, uh, just for the sake of discussion that was sent to Lishansky. And I'm guessing every other eBay seller from eBay. All right. Um, and I just think that this is worth uh, discussing for a minute. So eBay sent out this message that says, Dear eBay seller, eBay supports tax policy that is fair to entrepreneurs, artisans, and small businesses and opposes efforts to impose taxes that are harmful to sellers like you who are vital to the American economy. 
For all the small business sellers that use eBay, there has never been a more critical time to stand against new and unfair internet taxes. The U.S. Supreme Court will make a decision in the coming weeks that could give states the right to tax every small business on the internet. The issue is just as pressing on Capitol Hill. States, shopping center owners, and giant retailers are lobbying hard to increase taxes on small business owners like you and everyone who buys from you online. When the Supreme Court makes its decision, it will bring together the various threads on the issue of the internet sales tax. Our leaders in Washington, D.C. and in-state capitals across America need to know how you feel about new internet tax burdens, burdens that could negatively impact your ability to sell online in a variety of ways. The link below indicate, uh, takes you to a petition uh, we plan to deliver to President Trump, key members of Congress, and select state governors. Please digitally sign the petition today. I actually don't remember reading that paragraph uh, or little segment here. Um, there's no link uh, attached to this. I should have grabbed that and uh, and provided it in case anybody wants to sign it. But it will take you less than three minutes and help us to tell political leaders that you stand with us against these new taxes. Feel free to encourage your networks to also sign the petition. Rest assured that eBay will continue to fight this battle on your behalf. Sincerely, Scott Cutler, SVP, America's Marketplace eBay. Um, anyway, so I, I want to bring that up because I think this is kind of an important thing. So first of all, I'll just say this. Um, it goes without saying that in places like America where we have this sort of corporatic um, system of market and economy, that uh, this is just this is just how things work. You know, big businesses lobby for crap like this because they can afford it and it cuts off competition. Um, so that's exactly what's happening here. Um, I, I don't think this is going to happen. I'll just say that. I don't, I don't think this is going to pass. Um, but uh, I, I think it's important to at least discuss it and bring it to everybody's attention because it, I mean, we may have to discuss more about this in the future. So if anybody has anything you want to say about that, I just want to let you guys uh, um know what was sent out to eBay sellers and whatnot and uh, and just give you an opportunity to um, just be informed about it, right? All I have to say is I live in Canada. That's it. Yeah, but it's, it's going to... You may still have to pay a, uh, an additional fee to... Uh, well, let me put it this way. Um, a lot of places uh, in, in America, they actually don't... They do not arrest people unless they pick when they're not pickpocket what's it called shoplifting when you shop when there's shoplifting going on there's like a, a dollar limit where if it's not over a thousand dollars worth of product they don't even call the cops if they find you if they if they catch you uh, pickpocket or shoplifting right so um that factors into the cost of the products in the store so you as somebody who doesn't shoplift pay more for things because of a policy that they don't even, they won't even get the cops involved because of all the legal stuff that ends up happening. Um, if you are shoplifting less than a thousand dollars worth of product, right? So translate that to internet tax. It doesn't matter that you don't live in America. The prices of the product will probably go up if this happens. So uh, anyway, that's, that's still, it's still important and pressing. I mean, not that you can do anything about it, but don't think that if it does change uh going the direction that they're claiming then that it you know it's still potentially going to affect you so obviously um i'll just say taxation is theft and uh should oppose it on all fronts so moving on can i say some 
I'm going to kind of say something similar to what you're saying, but in a different way. Referring back to, um, if you may, if I understand right, if you sell something on eBay, eBay takes a third of it. That third of it is supposed to cover taxes and other fees that eBay has to go for Mm -hmm. or has to pay off and keep for themselves. So that being the case, you're already paying the tax technically, but just because you breathe, because you're trying to find out a way that if you're breathing on the state property, you have to still pay taxes for doing something. Um, referring to lobbying, almost anyone can go and lobby stuff. I mean, there's people that do like auto, what do you call it? Uh, title loans or loan sharks, they go and lobby per state to try to keep up what they're doing as a business so they can keep making racking in money. So even yeah. though people lobby, lobby for a lot of like stuff because said, there's, the, there's the financial incentive on the back end of, of getting that stuff put through. I mean, literally companies will, will spend millions of dollars companies like, I don't want to get too much into this, but I'll just say that on Reddit, on my phone, I have seen freaking hundreds of promoted posts from Monsanto claiming, hey, guess what? Our glyphosate doesn't cause cancer. <laughs> Start using it again. And it's like before that, for months, I'm seeing every goddamn promoted tweet on Twitter is from Monsanto, you know, talking about how great they are. And it's like you're spending millions of dollars to try to get your name out there. You know, you're, they're not changing my mind, obviously, but I'm just saying that like there's companies will spend this enormous amount of money when it comes to lobbying because on the back end it it cuts off competition and, and basically monopolizes them so um anyway sadly, don't don't Monsanto's me a mountain near where i am say what sadly monsanto's, monsanto's a, mountain. a mountain near where yeah drop a bomb on it <laughs> so what's well, the full of sand what is next? I've got some amazing live action anime news. Aww. All right. You guys ready for this? Emil Hirsch on Twitter has said, the Wachowski said long ago that the sequel to Speed Racer would be mind-blowing, and the script is written, waiting. Retweet this to show them just how many people love the movie and want to see the next one. So I'm just going to go ahead and copy a link to this tweet. Post here, right here in the chat. Ooh, this, Ask you guys to retweet that. Um, yeah, so Speed Racer is one of my... One of your... One of yours. Yeah, it's nice to know that. Well, it's a very fun movie. I enjoyed it quite well. Um, I guess it was made to promote more Hot Wheels cars. He's going to be angry when his audio returns. Well, when Um, I said it's nice that, I was referring to uh, Brad's lack of comments. But sure, yeah, it's nice that it's getting a sequel. But... Like oh, every yeah. time I saw a trailer for Speed Racer, I thought it looked trouble so- for choking out and allegedly choking out and body slamming a woman. But I'll just say, uh, for the record here, 
every movie that you have ever watched and liked, there are at least one person in that movie or involved in making that movie that is guilty of far worse. So you could be a wet blanket and and, and throw shade on everybody, but I'll just say that uh, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't. Uh, did I, like, did like, I cut like, out for like twenty line. minutes there? <laughs> you did, and you just kind of came in like. I am so sick of this way movie. off of what we were talking. Yeah, about. We, yeah, you you're talking about body slamming women and choking them. Anyway, um, you left. All, all my comments are is I haven't actually seen Speed Racer. Everything I've heard about oh. it is like really good, but um, every time I've seen the trailer, it looks like a really kitty cheesy kid movie. From what, the, what that's just from the Speed trailer. Racer. But you know, I haven't um, actually seen it, so I can't judge it properly. Obviously, I've seen. I've seen it. I know it gets rerun a lot on FX, the TV station. Um, I found the movie to be fun, not masterpiece work, but at the same time, same time, one of those, um, one of those movies that if you just feel bad, you can just watch and enjoy it. So, how much longer do you think we have? Oh, he's back. Zero seconds. The call ended. What? Wait, what? It says we're live. Yeah, it says we're live. I literally just had a, a, a thing say that the, the call ended because of... Hold on. Are you guys still there in the chat? It looks like they are, unless... Well, I'm still seeing us being played on YouTube. Did it catch up to the delay? Because it literally popped up and told me that, that it ended. Hot Wheels. That's amazing. The Hot oh, Wheels okay. The connection seems even like way better than it was previously too. In fact, let me let me just make sure that. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this all the way back down to uh, to very low. Um, okay, I don't have connection. You guys can't see me, but that's all right. Uh, anyway, I'm going to uh, to continue going over the art. I might have to have Augie go over these just because it seems like it's killing me. Did you guys hear this part? The Hollywood is doing a Monster Hunter uh, live action movie. No, we did not. I heard no, that outside not. the podcast. All right, so so this is uh, this is also in live action news, starring Mila Jovovich uh, with director Paul W S Anderson. So uh, that'll be interesting. Resident to see. Evil, the Monster Hunter. Yeah, I pretty much. They use a different dragon. It kind of reminds me of Dragonheart. <laughs> I just don't know what they'll do with the story because you know, kill giant monster. That is all Dark Souls the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what do you mean? It's a fancy setting, and they have to kill a monster. What? It's they, simple they, they enough and it'll work. Yeah, but okay. So what what what's kind of going on here is this kind of the idea is that you what what you do with this kind of adaptation is you just you create your own story and set it in the established world. Well, yeah. It's just sadly, if it's going to be sadly sadly if it's going to be true Monster Hunter, they can't have good choreography, choreography. Yeah. All I'm saying is, like, I have nothing to really get hyped for because all they really have to work with is having monsters and the gear that's used in the game, which yeah, I haven't I actually played for. Well, it'll be inter- it'll be interesting to see. I- I'm just bringing it up for that. Anyway, I'm going to move on to uh, live action Kakegurui series streams on Netflix. Is this the uh, gambling one that you guys yep. are talking about? Yeah. So uh, what we're talking about. Oh, before you before you click off that, stay there. I don't see the preview, but to the right, there's a little Persona 5 picture, I'm pretty sure. I think it it says, yeah, it says the spring 2018 guide anime preview guide or whatever. I could have sworn it said, like, 
the dub casts and that imply Persona 5. So when I clicked on the article, there was like nothing said about the dub cast though, so I was really confused. But if they had a dub cast for Persona 5, I'd be hyped as hell. Okay, you want me to read? Can you not see it? I can, but I think it looked okay. different before. Oh, I see Augie right now. Okay. And no, it says, the Spring 2018 anime preview guide covers the entire spring season, and now we're covering all of this season's new English dubs. Yeah, so I know. Nice. I think it said something before, though. I don't know. Maybe maybe they updated the article because they had realized there was a an error or something. Possibly. Yeah, so, so in okay. theater release news, Lou Over the Wall anime film um, celebrates. Okay, well, I shouldn't even have bothered. This this movie's coming to theaters. Uh, is that, is to, that released uh, over here already? It's or coming is... to theaters. I could have sworn there was an actual date. This this week, I should have five days ago. Was that? I do apologize, everyone. I, I did not have any time to post articles this week. This might have been uh, this might have been last week. <laughs> now, now that I think about it, um, anyway. So you guys might have missed it. Anyway, uh, this is from you, uh, Masaki Yuasa, the the guy behind um, Devil May Cry Baby. Um, and there's some interesting designs. Like this character has like a seaweed dress, and uh, the hair is water, and it's got like fish swimming around in it. So it looks interesting. Anyway, Detective Conan. Continues Japan's box office domination for five consecutive weeks. And I just want to read this right here. This is really cool. Uh, Bring its total domestic earnings to 6.7 billion yen, which is more than twice uh, uh, of uh, Avengers fin Infinity War. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, so this movie, I just sorry, remember what it's called. Zero the Enforcer is the name of the, the movie. And this is going to be important for later. Uh, here's the guy right there. Right? Um, so going into anime news. Funimation's case closed, and Kenichi, the Mightiest Disciple, licenses expire. Um, so, behind the scenes, we were sort of discussing that this kind of looks good for uh, Discotech to rescue license Conan, yeah. uh, or case closed, and uh, we're hoping for a dub. Probably won't happen, but uh, hoping for one. I always found it strange that for the Discotech booth, they always have like a whole bunch of seasons of case closed for sale. Always bundled up. Like the Funimation releases? Yeah, all the save editions or regular editions, as if they're trying to test the market. It's it a might conspiracy. be. Maybe it's because they have the association with the, the movie, like the crossover movies. So that's why they promote right. it as part of the deal or something. Yeah. Well, they have a really know. good it's relationship interesting, though. with TMS. Uh, maybe we should talk to them about it or at Anime Expo. Samurai Defend the Shore. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It's black. It's not black anymore. My connection. I hate this. I'm so mad right now. The connection is so bad. I'm still counting my blessings. I jumped over to Jimmy the Reader's place instead of at my old apartment. I wouldn't be able to join right now. So is that Golden Kamui we're looking at? Mm, I don't think so. I see this right now, so I can't even confirm that. Samurai defend. Sorry, 
Augie, you were trying to say something about the last article, and then um, I couldn't hear anything because my connection is so bad. Um, so I'm, if you're done, yeah, no, it's not. If you're done talking, I'm just going to go into this article. Um, okay. Samurai defend the shore in uh, Angomoa. I got it. Um, yeah, Angomoa. He talked about this a couple podcasts ago, maybe even last podcast. I just it's something that I'm kind of interested in seeing. There's a uh, there's a thing you can watch uh, on it now, um, and then I'll just uh, pull up the next article here. You can see some more of the characters. Maybe get yourself. Animation on that the video I was just showing you existed, but uh, my screen sharing got. Freaking kill me! What the heck? You look like you're two people right now. Is that intentional? Yeah, yeah I'm so twice. done with this. Not the podcast. Anyway, so there's. I'm. I'm. This is just, what a what a horrible thing. Anyway, yeah, I'm. Koji Watanabe designed everything from pistols to howitzers for Golden Kamui. So. I just don't even. I don't even want to go through it now. I'm so mad. Uh, and then here's some backgrounds that are actually from. This is from Golden Kamui, though. Um, that was the last thing too, or on. I just realized that these are. Yeah, from Golden Kamui. So here, yeah. So Golden Kamui's got some incredible backgrounds. Like this one right here is just. Oh yeah. Um, right now I'm watching it with an anime club, and I didn't like the first episode too much, but when they started adding more characters and developing the the whole scene, the world that I'm trying to explore and get involved in, it's getting much better per episode. <laughs> Camera just jumps to FDD and I'm typing. Okay, um, so anyway, FLCL anime sequel, uh, se sequels dig into the English word in the video. So, I watched um, that video, and it's nice yeah. to know that Haruko's returning. Yes, uh, so that's actually what I wanted to bring up. Um, yeah. I liked FLCL. Point. I liked FLCL, but I feel kind of yeah. lackluster about this reboot, right? But I will say that this particular video right here, well, you, know, well, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just like they're bringing it back after 18 years, right? I'm, I just kind of feel, I, I don't care as much as a lot of other people who are, who are super into the fact that this is happening, but I just want to say that the, this is the voice of Haruka right here. Um, her like sort of testimony at the beginning, like actually got me really excited for the show. Uh, the rest of the people uh, kind of <laughs> brought me back down to the other level I was at before, but um, I just want to say that like, th it's worth watching. You guys should check this out. Um, and, and it also, something else that this really, I, I think is a sort of a testament to the anime industry, um, is how much anime, the, the people involved in anime creation, whether it be dubbing, animation, all that stuff, they're fans. You know, it's just such an incredible, uh, industry where it, we constantly are, you, you see people are passing the torches down to that next generation, uh, and the generate it's it's an entire industry filled with fans of the medium, uh, which I think is really incredible. Moving on, yeah. Five death row convicts are ready to attack Tokyo in Baki. So I'm bringing this up just because it looks that it may be confirming 
that uh, they're not. I, I mean, for the record, I have not read the Baki manga. I just know about it from people who have talked to me about it. Uh, and this sounds to me like the arc that they're going on, the most evil death row convicts arc. I don't think that's the arc with uh, George Bush getting uh, um, uh, kidnapped. So I don't. It doesn't seem like they're going to go that way. I, I, I'm still. I'll still watch the show. I'm still kind of looking forward to it, but uh, a little disappointed that that seems that this may confirm that it's not going to be going the direction that I kind of was hoping to see. Um, but I'm hoping that if we get this and we, we enjoy it and then maybe they'll continue uh, Baki in this style and we, we might get to see that someday. So anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. I still uh, need to watch it. Um, Ulysses, well, we should do it for a watch club sometime. Um, Ulysses, Joan of Arc, and the Alchemy Knights transformed into TV anime. So this also just like, um, art style wise, it's just like dynamic, really interesting three point, uh, perspective. Yeah. I like uh, that too. I, I'm going to keep an eye out for, uh, for this one. I see. I just, it just like, it's something that but I need to read more of the story synopsis. I don't even want to make me another, synopsis. uh, yeah, yeah just Oh, uh, I don't even know. I, I no, I don't have my original. Anyway, um, yeah. So I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, and then this one, I thought well, this blew my mind right here. Fluffy feline saved the day in Neko Kikaku, uh, 3D CG anime. So uh, read that 3D CG anime, and then look at these designs. They're pulling a blast blue. Well, uh, South Park is blue. actually South Park is actually animated in uh, Maya. Believe it or not, um, I don't know why. I feel like it could be just as easily done in uh, After Effects. After Effects, yeah, um, or or Flash for that matter, you know. But uh, so the Blast Blue thing I'm referring to is how like Dragon Ball Fighter Z, the latest DBZ game. Okay, apparently. let me let me pull up that uh, Blast Blue thing because that's actually really incredible, uh, and people should see that. That was funny. It, they showed it's, it's PlayStation for the- with the prototype controller. Are we talking about the same thing? The Blast Blue yeah. thing? I'm talking yeah, the, about the it, where it looks like it absolutely looks like anime, but it's actually cell shaded 3D. Uh, 3D. Yeah, let me just okay. pull that up. Okay. That's unbelievable. I mean, that it totally blows your mind when you, when you see it. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna show a clip from it real quick. Um, screen share again. Yeah, I tried to explain that to my brother, and he didn't understand it. <laughs> like, just imagine that this isn't that this isn't hand drawn right here i don't know if it's the laggy frame rate but it actually does kind of look 3d yeah it does uh, it, this isn't the original one i saw but uh just for what tune shading usually gives you this is incredible. like the incredible it's incredible, but that's not what I'm talking about when it comes to the uh, to the fluffy uh, feline. This is a whole the Dragon different- Ball Fighter Z game that it really sparked everyone's interest. They were like, "Holy crap!" Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Fighter has Z. done it. Naruto has done it. Um, where their games very much look like they're they're getting really good at it. You well, know, the difference and- between Naruto is that it's like. It's not a 2D like smash fighting style. It's a three dimension go forwards and backwards as well. But Dragon Ball Fighter Z and Blast Blue, they're both like smash, you know. Right. It's right. not a 2D plane. 
Sure, I, I get what so you're saying. So it looks more the narrative for finding games like at the beginning, like you jump over a person, and it doesn't auto turn around. You have to force them to turn around. Why do that? That's inc- so inconvenient. That that works in Smash because the stages are built better. They're built. Yeah, for that. I understand. It doesn't Smash, that doesn't work in know. that doesn't work in Street Fighter type games. Anyway, so I just I I want to see where this goes, and I'd like to see it in motion because I can see that maybe you would use um, 3D CG as they're calling it for camera move. I, I, I'm curious to see what it is, and and the reason that I'm interested in this, and the reason that I even know about the Blaz Blue thing is uh because i'm i'm for my business by the way i should have mentioned this my business is launching before the next podcast um mm. so so Good. i'll be probably tell I'll, I'll i might be a million no just got um anyway uh <laughs> but uh one of the things that i'm tasked with now that we've got our product uh done is that i'm actually developing a free kids show um that is actually animated in it's designed to look 2d but it's animated in the computer to save time on basically any assets we build can be reused and it's just it's 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 what we know how to do so that's why we're doing it that way uh so i've been doing a lot of research on tune shading and lighting and whatnot for specific tune shading stuff and how to fake everything um and uh that's how I know about the blast blue thing is because I happened to see that recently, but this I'm interested to see as well. And I'm just going to move on from here. <laughs> Otherwise, I was uh, when you try to show blaze blue is why in the world did you show guilty gear as the preview? Cause that's the developer, but they're okay. mainly known for making blaze blue. My pardon comment for the last thing is ju- that just, I think it might look like Agretsuko hello kitty type thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to bring this up real quick. Loop on the third part five shakes up with seven guest screenwriters. I just want to go over who they are. Now, first of all, almost all of these um, don't have, I don't even know who they are kind of thing, but I thought this was interesting that uh, Final Fantasy video game series writer uh, is going to get an episode or so of uh, the part five loop on. Uh, and then this one, I wouldn't, <laughs> this person, the Sword Art Online online novel series, but also Kino's Journey. So it would be interesting to see uh, where this goes. Um, Kino's Journey. And then apparently a relative of... That's going to be interesting. Uh, anyway, so uh, I just want to bring that up. And then I put this other one in here just to remind myself. I'm, I don't remember if I talked about this on the channel or in the podcast before, but... Shinichi Watanabe and Shinichiro Watanabe. Um, I may, yeah, I know that they're two different people. I may have in the past said that it was Shinichiro Watanabe versus Shinichiro Watanabe, but it's, I'm realizing now that they're actually, I thought that they were the same name. Um, I, for a long time, I thought that they were actually the same name, except that if you were to separate them into the Japanese syllables, one of them has the N isolated, so it's she Ichiro, and another one had it as she ni chi. You know, so I, I thought that I thought it was different like that. Um, I may have brought that up on the podcast before, and if I did, I just wanted to uh, to acknowledge that um, I was wrong about that, and it's actually something separate. Um, so anyway, who knows the last name, like the Watanabe in the last name? Yeah, there's a lot of people with that last name working in the anime industry, kind of similar to like I don't know, people named Justin doing anime articles or something like that, or some sort of reviewer. Yeah, 
It's like all over the place. Okay, so what's next? Hang on. I'm opening all the articles. How do you feel like after eating one. the cup noodle? Fine. Why? What? He's just checking up on you, looking out for you. <laughs> I feel fine. Um, anyway, so uh, somebody had uh, shared this. It's the roundup of newly revealed print counts for manga and light novel series. Um, I think Otakuso actually shared this, but I can't remember. Um, the Overlord on that list. Is it? In here? the light novel section. Yeah. What about it? I'm just saying I'm glad to see that's on the oh, list because okay. yeah, yeah. that means it's probably selling well. Uh, well, so I, I actually don't really want to go over the numbers uh, that much, but I um, I just want to just point out something I thought was interesting. Uh, like, let's say um, Yotsuba might be a good example. I'm looking for something that you could consider, like, popular that's not Naruto. Yeah, Yotsuba is right? perfect. So let's say Yotsuba. It's popular, but it's not Naruto, right? 16.7 million for Yotsuba versus 235 million for Naruto. Um, so I just, I just thought that was interesting. I just wanted to sort of point that out. I don't have much to say about manga million manga copies and print, you know, all that stuff. I just uh, see, cause the, the thing that, the thing that I think needs to be acknowledged here is the difference is that 14 volumes are, versus 72 volumes. Exactly. So let's, uh, let's actually, uh, let's, uh, let's wait, divide. what the hell's manga sutra? I've never heard of that. Yeah. I, I wanted to bring that up too. That when I that was the very first thing I saw when I opened this because obviously at the top and I was this cracked me up so oh, bad. No. The seventy-five volume mystery manga. It's a. Uh, I, I just I, okay. So you guys know that I will buy anything that I find clever, and I, I just think it's. I, I want to get this just because it looks clever Ooh, to me. Really yeah. Anyway. Um, or did. I get out of here. Okay, hold on. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to pull up a calculator. Um, okay. So, if we do 235 million divided by 72, you get 3.26 million, right? And if we do Yotsuba, which is 16.7 million divided by 13, you get 1.28 million so um so that means that naruto is still like double you know which is which is a lot but not nearly the jump from from these two numbers that it sounded like originally um but uh i don't i don't i don't think it scales perfectly the way i was just put presenting the numbers just now but uh i, I just wanted to point this out i thought it was an interesting look at uh at popularity of a series you know and how they can uh how the numbers scale like that you know anyway do you guys have anything you want to say about this i just i'm, I'm ready to move on <laughs> i'm ready ready okay. to move on out i'm not sure what statistic you're trying to prove here i just thought it was interesting i wanted to share the 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 okay. metric there zero takes the lead in detective conan spinoff manga so i was pointing out the zero the enforcer uh i thought this guy was the villain of of that movie based on all those posters uh, apparently, be. I mean, he could be, but I just think it's interesting that, that, that he's getting his own manga. <clears throat> It'll be like Char's Counterattack or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, hey, it's kind hey, of an I interesting... Want, I want Camille to pilot the Quimbley. That's kind of an interesting uh, concept, actually. Have they done a lot of Gundam... Like, you could literally do 
mobile suit Zaku and do a whole series on <laughs> on the Zaku. That'd be um, an interesting. Uh, want to talk about SD Gundam or talk about different manga spinoffs? No, let's let's keep moving. Um, so production winding down for the physical uh, PS Vita games. Uh, love I've <laughs> for for once. I've I've reached an article that doesn't have a click clickbait title because the other articles I saw leading into to this podcast were um, Sony stops production of you know like just ridiculous kind of grab your attention article titles. Um, All but, I have uh, to say about this is like uh, this is a bit late in the game to be yeah, halting yeah. the production because this <laughs> they have deliberately been like not supporting this console for the longest time. So I'm surprised it's still even around. Yeah, I just I saw a bunch of people on Facebook mourning it, and I was like, right, really? Like, I, I, I'm not a fan. I'll break it down for you. The Vita is known for either having lower budgets, uh, like visual novels, JRPGs, and all that crap. I'm just now realizing this is not the PSP. (laughs) Or it has really watered. Or it has really watered down ports of AAA games that are on PS4 and all that crap. So in my mind, it's like it's got a couple things like Persona 4, the Golden, like that's invaluable to me. But you know, you're digging in something that has all these watered down versions that you don't really care about. Well, um, as I said, I, I for whatever reason was thinking about the PSP when I was reading all this stuff, and I'm like, I couldn't believe that. Oh, they were even still doing anything for much it? Much more of a shock to you. What? So it was much more of a shock to you because you were thinking, right. "Holy crap!" The old yeah, console. Uh, it, it was more. It was more like uh, it, was, it was kind of one of those things. Like Funimation decides to stop making VHS. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, it was just it's just something like it so, seemed. Uh, it seemed a little AC. bit more. Right. Yeah. Two thousand seven forever, huh? <laughs> no, no, no. But I, but let me let me just explain here. Um, like, I'm not. I, I haven't played. I I don't like mobile games. I I don't like this. I I I when I was like eight, I realized I was playing my Game Boy in my living room and decided I didn't want to play mobile games anymore. To be so, fair, the uh, Vita has like a a sit down on your TV experience for some of their games on a mobile, but you know, like it's not as no. powerful. Yeah, no, I, I get it. This was this was like the thing that Nintendo said, you know what we could make? We could make a console you could just take with you. And they made the Switch or whatever. Right? Uh, I mean, not okay, really. The timeline doesn't really But yeah, I agree with Augie. <laughs> but, okay, I, I don't know. I don't play any any games, so I don't know. No, I'm just going to move all on. All you young gonna... kids out there. Okay, so um, Dragon Ball what? Heroes is getting an anime first scan and post revealed. Now, before we get into this, I just want to say, as Geekdom One One had said, this poster is actually for uh, a game story arc, not the anime. But the anime is getting made, and the anime is based on a game that is like a a card game, like a it's a video game it's that has like a card a long time. Yeah. So yeah, this it's is like a buddy fight game or something. It's weird. Okay, so this is like a fan service, a Dragon Ball fan service, fan service the game kind of thing is basically what it is. Um, and what they're basically doing is, God, I don't, even, I don't even know how, know how to describe it, but it's it's interesting. We're gonna get more Dragon Ball, but it's gonna be sort of like out of canon Dragon Ball. It's not gonna continue the where Super leaves off kind of thing. It's gonna I be have a no whole idea separate. How they'll do it. I, I, I'm, I just. 
honestly, I literally learned about this uh, today. Did not know that that this even existed. Don't play mm-hmm. any Dragon Ball games. Um, but yeah, so it's just basically what they're doing is, let me put it this way. Um, they took a lot of the what if questions that people have had about Dragon Ball for many, 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 many years. Um, and they created an environment where you could explore those ideas, right? So like Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta, or Vegito, rather, sorry. Oh, um, stupid fan battles like, oh, this person versus yeah. this person. They, they oh, and they've taken is... like movie characters like Broly is Super Saiyan Four in these games and stuff. But like that's they, like all the fighting games. Let me just say though, like this is the one thing about this that really excites me is I love Super Saiyan Four. I hate I hate that's the Super right. Saiyan Blue thing. I love Super Saiyan Four, so uh, I'm at least looking forward to seeing it get animated uh, in a future anime. Um, in that way, and all of this That's stuff true. looks better than than the way. God, Trump Trunks looks so bad in what I'm watching on uh, on uh, Adult Swim the, or whatever. The, yeah, the Adult Swim stuff. Yeah. Um, so I just say that it's <laughs> he looks so bad in that, and I'm really hoping that the Blu-ray release uh, makes his hair look like this instead of just the jumbled mess it is on the, on the crappy Toei broadcast animation anyway do you guys want to say anything about more about this is or, anybody, um, dragon ball heroes this is where the whole boo village comes into play where miss where hercules shows him a porn magazine then he decides to make his own people this expands I, upon that i have no idea what you're talking about but i'll, I'll take your word for it also um, i'm gonna Brad, address this go ahead do it yep. after you're finished that you need to read reese's latest comment I'm, yeah, he says, I don't like mobile games, plays how Pokemon Go. And let me also say, I hate that game. I'm Delete. playing it. I'm playing it for another reason. Um, <clears throat> recently, recently actually learned. So it's kind of funny. I've caught, I've now caught two shinies using the Pokemon Go Plus, And I've, I've hatched a shiny that was a, a Togepi. Yeah, but I, I actually really don't like that game. I just, I, every time I get in the car, I turn it on and let it, uh, let it go. So that's that's basically I how really that hope, goes. I hope the alternative reason that you're playing Pokemon Go justifies you buying the Pokemon Go Plus. Well, okay. So so uh, just to clarify, Pokemon Go launched about two days after Anime Expo 2016 or something 16. like that. Yeah. So um, so I I stopped playing Pokemon. Um, great. Great job. Uh, oh, is that all I had to do? <laughs> I just had to unclick that. Okay. Um, Wait, I thought that my connection got bad. We can see. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so, uh, Pokemon Go, Go launched. AX. Yeah. Um, and uh, I had just done the, the YouTuber meetup, the first YouTuber meetup. Oh, it's doing the great thing where my, my camera's like super zoomed in. That's fantastic. Um, anyway, so... Um, Pokemon Go had had just launched and I stopped playing Pokemon in the silver version and I didn't even wait for the English release. I played the Japanese release of Pokemon Silver. So I literally had only played Gen 1 and then gotten into the Japanese version of Gen 2 long before I'd taken any Japanese. And I started playing Pokemon Go because I thought it would be... I thought it would have a more... Um, Nostalgia? It, no, no. I thought it would have a like a community aspect of, of like friend lists, kind of like a, a way to interact with people. And I thought it was going to be a good way to, for all the new connections I made in my network uh, with the YouTuber meetup to sort of 
stay in touch with people. Um, and then the alternate reason why I, I was playing it is because I thought it would be a good way. Uh, first of all, my wife was playing it and she was enjoying it and I wanted to be able to, to be able to do it with her. And also because um, I wanted to, uh, I thought it would be a good idea to, as they rolled out Gen 2 and Gen 3, I could learn the names of the Pokemon because I don't know, like, I, I know the 150, so to speak, you know, like the the yeah. region, but all the other stuff I, I, I Saying and, it is, and it's just more more annoying and stressful uh, because it's like I don't really want to play the game, and now I feel they they they're putting incentives in it that make you obligated to continue, and it's really obnoxious and annoying. I'm gonna try to fix the. Uh, I mean, you could learn it by I'm, just. I'm just gonna be zoomed games, in. <laughs> I am zoomed in. Well, now I see his little one. You could just no, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just either get a poster or go to like. Smogon or someplace like that, and just kind of go through the list. Well, of what you can they rush are. through the games and get it finished in like however many hours instead of dedicating hours upon hours upon hours to the mobile app. I don't know. That's the way I'd see it, but it ultimately. Well, I didn't hear any of that. I didn't hear any of that because I had to disconnect my internet again. Um, it's okay. You can see it in the archive. We can move yeah. on to the next thing. That's fine. That's um, fine. I'm, I'm ready to do that. I want to say about uh, heroes is I wonder who the who the villain will be because Gogeta. Uh, one of the one of the promotions for it is they had Cell go beyond Perfect Cell, so he became Perfect Cell X. Ooh. You're making me. You're making me excited for this. <laughs> I just want to see. What, I just, I literally just want to see what they're gonna do. I don't even. Like, I don't even think it's going to be good. I just want to see. I, I'm just curious how they're going to handle it. Anyway, I'm going to move on to the Watch them take a lesson from a Mega Man Battle Network. No comment there. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue here. So, uh, Viz Media announces One Punch Man Season Two Master License, which I'm going to assume means that they've got streaming rights, all all that stuff, right? Includes di digital streaming, TV broadcasts, all all that stuff. That's good stuff, right? Anyway. Good, good. Um, Sente Filmworks licenses Scum's Wish anime with an English dub. Okay. I like that. Right stuff. Uh, well, I'm, I'm starting here. Um, we're probably going to look at this again, but I just want to point out that the, the high definition Disctopia edition that we had talked about in the past is actually uh, they like jumped on that way faster than I thought they were going to. I thought that was like an hey, here's a funny idea, uh, but no, they actually jumped on it and, and did it pretty quickly. So anyway, that's. That's available for pre-order. Um, and then... Well, I just have a small thing to say is how uh, whoever was saying was saying, uh, oh, it's all on one disc, so is the quality crappier. Yes, mm -hmm. they decreased the Blu-ray, I mean the Blu-ray, the bit rate, so it's slightly lower, but it compresses so unnoticeably that you're getting basically the same quality. But for anyone who actually cares or whatever, you're technically getting us slightly less good picture quality. That's okay, all I so have. What, yeah, and let's Only just say... It's getting a Blu-ray release. What? That's what I said oh. at the beginning before the podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry. I only appeared three minutes before the beginning of the podcast, so I didn't hear you. <laughs> so, meh. Okay. You guys are driving me up the wall. Um, so, regarding what you just said about the, the bubblegum crisis thing, first of all, I know who you're talking about. I saw that saw that tweet. Just for the record, what you said in response to that, um, without the part about yeah, technically, um, 
Robert J. Woodhead actually replied and said basically exactly that thing. It's like it's negligible, yeah, right? Yeah. The difference. Um, but then also, uh, um, the 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 whole point is that it's like yeah, technically it is, and and even if that person brought it up, it's like the other one's not available, <laughs> like. Like they had mentioned that uh, it's like, I don't have it. I didn't get it at the time. And now I don't want to get this one because it's not as good. It's like, well, you don't have an option. Do you <laughs> anyway? Oh, no, you can look on eBay, eBay, whatever you can, you can spend 500 bucks for it probably. But I, I know anyway. I'm, d I'm just saying that like, if you wanted that specific version for its higher quality or whatever, that's what you're going to yeah, yeah. have to do. But yeah, sure. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just theoretically on, two cents on, on that situation. It sounds kind of lazy. Why would you, Spend the extra effort to lower quality instead of just so repeating the process. They have too fewer discs. Because they made a special Kickstarter exclusive version. And if they were to just take the exact same discs they made for that and give out this 30 buck version, that's kind of crummy. Yeah. I, I think that it. they handle the crummy, but Aniplex does that. What? No. I'm but pretty sure the company. Mm. Crap. <laughs> when Brad gets back, I think we should move on to whatever the next thing was. Uh, let's see. I think we're just on pre-orders. Okay. Sorry, I, I, I had to. I have to keep. It seems so dumb that I have to actually turn off my Wi-Fi and turn it back on in order to, and then it's fixed. The problem is just fixed. So, I freaking hate this. Anyway, I so um, just... I'm going to let you guys talk. Just go ahead and... Uh, We're just looking at the pre-orders? That's here. So I'm glad not exclusive. So <laughs> nice to see that we have uh, Aria Season 1 at 160. Then 200, then 160 again, then 260 instead of just a flat high dollar rate. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this link to you because it's just cutting out. I'm gonna need you to do it. Okay. Send me the link. Dun, 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 dun. Where's the oh. link? I sent it in the your chat, not the. Oh, the cheese cheese chat chat. So, so essentially, what you're saying is you're glad that they price gouge it incrementally instead of having the flat rate. Well, it's going to be price gouged anyway because they want it to be something special. If you don't price know. gouge, I, just make I, it a flat rate. I'm just saying. Oh, so um, you want them to make a flat rate? <laughs> no, I don't want them to. I want more people to get it. Okay, AC. How do I share this again? Okay, I see it. I see it. Okay, so boom. And close out. Stuff that's not relevant. Okay, so 160, 200. 160, 260. Okay. What else we got here? So the Gundam Double O's, I hear the collector's edition I saw on their panel that uh, it's actually right stuff exclusive. Though I'm not sure right. if that's what they said about their wing set. Because if they said that about the Gundam wing set, it's a, oh, it's exclusive here. You know, 
and it's not actually. Yeah. I'm hoping that's the case because it hasn't popped up on Amazon. But to be fair, the second part isn't even on Amazon yet. So maybe they're waiting till all three pre-orders go up, then they'll do the Ultra Collector's Edition. But, you know, it's I'm not sorry. practical for me I'm to do sorry. right stuff where I am. So I know, I know. I think the whole reason that they're trying to make it exclusive to right stuff is well, more traffic. They have their own warehouse. Why not? Why not cut off the middleman and just go directly to us, which has some hindering moments because, like you said, like you've been explaining, you have to pay like ridiculous import fees and stuff. Import fees, tariffs. I don't even know what you call them. Pretty much both. Uh, let's see. So what setting is this anyway? What setting? Blu-ray, DVD. Is this pre-order or is this yeah. just... I'm pretty sure that's pre-orders. Oh, wait, no. Okay. That's going from newest to oldest. But yeah, we have the pre-orders first. Huh. All right, Let's so next see. we have the Funimation pre-orders again. That. We have, yes, the Funimation pre-orders. We have 18F Blu-ray. I haven't seen that one. I heard Toad that one. Geos is getting a re-release. Convenience Store Boy Friends. friends. Not, not, I'm a little scared of that one. Me too. We got, we got Drifters, Drifters in the Billy release. Did I leave the call Vision for a little bit? Just now? I might get I this so. version of it. Okay. At least it's still going. Yep. If I leave the call for Nights too long, it'll actually end I, the broadcast. Knights of Magic, uh, you said? Wait, are we still going? Yeah, we yeah are. go ahead. You were. Okay, okay Knights cool. Of Knights, Knights of Magic. I watched all this. I really enjoyed it. Enjoy this and recommend people to watch it. Pretty much uh, a bit, uh, business person gets put, gets uh, transported into another world, into, I believe, a young I believe he gets reborn into another world where he keeps all of all of his otakuism and he's raising a nobility family and with his knowledge he goes up and cre and creates better mechs for their kingdom to fight other kingdoms. Okay, so my brother um, my girlfriend watched, is a, yeah. I was going to say my brother watched some of Night's Magic but, uh, he read the manga before, and he said they made a lot of changes that were not good, as in, like, development-wise and stuff. But I'm assuming, because you liked it, if you haven't read the original material, it's probably enjoyable. Maybe so. I enjoyed what I watched. Uh, my girlfriend is a gal. I've been curious about this one, but I have not seen it. I've been curious about it and holding off on it. I'm hoping they don't do what uh, Kobayashi's Dragon Maid did, which was keep in the controversial line, because this one, I think, is the worst out of the bunch. And, you know, like, they change the context and everything. I don't think there's much of a way to get out of justifying it, but, you know... There's no there's no excuse for it. No escape. It sounds like people need to start pointing out the ADR director protesting them. Is it? Oh no, I I totally so agree. You get their point across. Is that one Jamie Markey again? Hope it is. It's a female. Um, but yeah, I'm glad it has a limited edition. For whatever reason, I I don't have a specific reason. I just like. I'm kind of surprised Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid didn't get didn't get a premium. Yeah, I said that earlier. I think, yeah, I was gonna say Augie. I think mentioned that. 
Well, I barely yeah, heard I mean, anything. If, any, if anything, I would love to have it in like a special, in a limited edition drag, dragon tail meat, but no thanks. So, uh, AC talked about Psychopath season one. The Naruto set was looking pretty groovy. I'm waiting for no the game. Blu-rays. No life, no one cares. The ADR director hey. was Dave Trosco. Oh well, I'm dead wrong. Well, then again, the script writer could have been different. Well, ADR director was Dave Trosco. ADR engineer was James Baker, and the mix engineer was Adrian Cook. Um, so I don't know. I, I mean, who knows? Who knows who's to blame for the? Uh, it could be somebody who's completely uncredited. You know, who knows who's actually in the in the booth doing everything? I'm just, I'm just saying. Like that's just to answer your question. There is okay. That's what um, it was. Augie, did you say no one cares about No Game, No Life movie? Incorrect. I care about it. Incorrect all day. I don't care for that series. Sorry, can I I just ask her, can you you clarify what the controversial stuff is in it? I'm just curious what the... uh... I remember they can completely change the thing to be like, I don't know, they insert the word cuck and stuff like that. It's like, what? And it's like changing the context because it was something to do with perversion, but they completely twisted it. We can, you can probably are Google you, it right now. And are you it. are you saying that because you feel like the word "cuck" is just a recent not, phenomenon, or Funimation does this a lot? Like, there's trends and they put it in their dubs, but the dubs come out when the trend is over. Like, is this a zombie? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you. Well, Just for the record, Cuck is the short form for cuckold, which is a Shakespearean uh, popularized yeah. term referencing somebody who is being term, cheated on. Doesn't make sense I know, it's not, it's, it's not the word that bothers me. It's the context is yeah. completely different. Well, let me just say that the ADR director, Dave Trosco... I have a feeling Does you not, put this on your screen again. Uh, yeah, I just, oh, I'm sharing screen and I'm going to swap over here. Uh, I don't know if this is actually, uh, this is probably the lowest quality image I've ever seen, <laughs> but uh, this looks like a MAGA hat, <laughs> but it, it may, it may be one of the hats that actually says something else and is just using the, the, you know, the, there it's, what do you call it? They're just going off of the design. It's a parody hat, let's say. Um, I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, the I'm I'm less irritated with. First of all, let me just say it's I I, di- I do not agree with a change made to the script that is that unnecessary and, and is and is putting in a uh, different context. Like let's say an ideal injecting a viewpoint or ideological. <laughs> political or ideological viewpoint in I don't agree with that at all. Uh, I don't think I think that it doesn't matter whether you agree with the uh, the sentiment or not, uh, whether it follows your worldview or not. I, I, I think that you should oppose it. Um, I but I am I am okay with uh, with local I God I feel like I'm so zoomed in. I think in. you said this last time in the Dragon Maid that you're okay yeah, with I'm making saying, I'm, I'm okay with the localization and changing things to, to, to more reflect natural. the way that an American or whatever might say it. But yeah, I, I just um this doesn't seem to me I, I don't know what the line is. I got, I'm, I'm, I got I'm, it. I got I mean, it. Let's okay. go through it. So here we I go. Need to, I need to hear the line in its performance to make a judgment. 
Well, you don't need to hear That's the performance. Just, it's so freaking hilarious that you okay. that word all things in a dub. Here we go. But okay. As a girl begins to read, okay, so let's read this article. Basically, the theme of the segment is the manager of the cosplay cafe decides to have a boxy young girl have the boxy young girls working. Boxium. If you're is it oh, large breasted. Okay, working their partake in a book day event. He decides to disguise erotic novels as normal novels and names to have the girls read them to customers. As the girls begin to read them, one of the girls gets angry and yells out, I can't read misogynistic crap. What is this creep thinking? It's downright degrading. And uh, the main character exclaims, you're crossing the line. You can't make high school girls read that crap. They may, they may be light novels, but they're heavy on the creepy sex stuff. Then the manager says, of course, where's the fun enforcing these jailbait tricks to read something decent? Plus, most of the freaks who come in here hate women. So seeing girls degenerate, degraded gives them boners and makes them happy. Well, and then the next thing says, well, maybe think about how these girls feel for once. Maybe they don't want to be debased just so you can sell a few more bleeping chicken wings to horny losers with mommy issues. Book day has been canceled. You guys are another win for the SJW millennials. They put that in the dub. So here's the original line. Are, are you You're going a real article or is this some sort of trick? This is a real article. Here? Hold on. Here is no, the original. Here's the original <laughs> line. You're going too far. I'm, I'm stopped. I'm stopped listening to you. Right. Let me let it. me just say. Well, we can hold talk on. about this when there's. A, hold on. Um, let me just say that of of all the play, the gal mentality it's like the one place where you could actually use the term cuck okay i just i really feel like having watched super gals uh I, it it feels appropriate <laughs> i think i think i miss i think i misremembered basis huh hold on i, I must have misremembered that because they didn't use the word cuck in there maybe i was thinking of a different fun that's a new slang term but yeah, it says here's here's the thing. It um the original line is you're going too far. What are you trying to make high school girls read? They might be light novels, but they're far too perverted. That's what's good. Why make them read something normal? The girls will get mad and red and embarrassed when they read them. That's what makes the customers happy. Think about how the girls feel. They won't want to read embarrassing lines like that in front of other people. You're pretty arrogant for a part timer. You really want to complain about my event? How yeah, on get, earth yeah, did I, they change it that so earth-shatteringly sure. much? Yeah, they. I. You have I, a problem I, with your Vespa. Okay, let me um let me real quick point something out on Dave Trosco's uh uh thing here, and and again, I'm I'm pointing this guy out, but this does not mean that he is the one responsible for this. Okay, I want to make yeah. that clear. Uh, but I will okay. state here that he was assistant ADR director in episode nine of Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid. So if that particular line that we know of is in episode nine, maybe we can blame him. We'll see. That's Dragon Maid. Yeah, that's what I said. In yes. Miss Kobayashi's yes. Dragon this Maid. This is from Girlfriend is Gal? Yes. This guy is the one. My girl, my first girlfriend is a gal. He's the ADR director. He's the assistant ADR director in Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, which but is another which show we're talking in... about. But yeah, if... we're if the the line the Miss Kobayashi Dragon the patriarchy line is in episode nine, no, it's in episode eleven. It's in episode eleven. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, like, <laughs> uh, um, that it's just a, oh, an it interesting was. coincidence 
Interesting yeah. coincidence here that uh, that he had also worked on this in a in a position where he may have had uh, uh, a. Uh... So okay, so Jamie Marchi did the script. Yeah, at she's one hundred percent behind it. That's we how already... it's. Figured. That's how it's credited here. Uh, the ADR director was oh Kyle God, Phillips. They don't have the script um, for. Uh, I mean, maybe she did the script for. Uh, My girlfriend is a gal too. I don't, I don't know. That's I, what we were just, saying. Yeah, we we could. Uh... Anyway, so I, I think we're ready to move on. I, I don't want to. I don't want to drag this podcast into this. So what do we do next? Uh, let's uh, what's next on the agenda? Did we already go through the uh, pre-orders? Or no, we stopped no. at my girlfriend's account. What? Okay, uh, yeah. okay. So yeah, I can I can take over for until things get crummy again. Okay. Are we having Augie scroll it and you? Uh... No, I got it. Okay. Um, no game, no life. Zero premium edition box set Blu-ray. This is actually the thing, uh, if I didn't mention already, that I was buying at the beginning of the um, podcast. Yeah. Uh, so this here is a good example. Look, only thirty-two bucks for a premium. Wait, edition. that's thirty-two bucks. Holy Christ! <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I'm so getting at. Is that the eighty dollars in Canada? Probably. <laughs> that's uh, three hundred twenty thousand. Is the Canadian uh, ah. exchange? Yes, the Canadian dollar is a yen to the U.S. <laughs> okay, click load. I did load it. We'll talk about Ori Battler Dunbine still in pre-order in sixty-four ninety-nine. Okay. Season two of New Testament of Sister. It'll be nice to have a matching set. Sakura and then Quest? Wars part two. No, it's not Soccer Wars, don't worry. <laughs> no, I know it's, it's not, not Soccer Wars. Whatsoever. It's it's pretty obviously not. <laughs> oh man, what hold up. That's the season one complete collection. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Are they double labeling too? Oh, it is Funimation. Okay, I'm sorry. That's a single <laughs> label, but it has the Blu-ray header. No, it's yeah. a well. I mean, it's a double label in in the Blu-ray. I, I think of the double label being the Blu-ray Blu-ray thing, but because um, yeah. there's no point in putting this on here if it's uh, anyway. To it's, me, that one's more forgivable. It's more forgivable for sure. Because it's but not anyway. redundant, like you pointed yeah. out. Move on. Well, I mean, it is, but not in the same way. Um, so yeah, we so got two the, New Testament of Sister. Sister New So, yeah. This is season two plus OVA. This is season two plus OVA limited LE. edition. Okay. Okay. <laughs> kind of strange that those two aren't next to each other. They typically are with uh, right stuff. Uh, you know, they're only one apart, so it's probably just um, when things were loaded in. They probably have the same release date and all that. I don't know. Fair enough. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe when it compiles, it can have that happen sometimes. I don't know. Gamers, I'm so lost as to how that caught on. Gamers? Yeah, because I don't know anything about it. The show is you're watching them play a video game, but not them entering the video game. Okay, so how did Let's Plays become a thing? (laughs) This actually sounds like a really interesting thing. I'd, I'd love to watch this just to see how they handle it. Here's Armed Girls Machiavellism Premium Edition box set. 
in the, the non-premium. I'm excited for all the, like, I want to say value edition, premium edition Sentai's putting out, like Grimoire of Zero and stuff. So it's, like, more mm -hmm. affordable, but still gives you that box. Yeah. Then we've Ooh, got... Uh, yeah, then we've got Oriemo. <clears throat> Planetarian. So does this title bother anybody else? Which one? What about the title? That's a Bandai title. Uh, no, I'm not... Not the title. The can you Explain. like? Is it readable? <laughs> like oh, oh, okay. I see oh, what you mean. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like, does that bother no, you? The Am I the only one? In, uh, neatness. Yeah, I can agree with that. Oh, it's, um, it says right here. Actually, I guess it's not the end of the world. But okay. just like, I, it seems like kind of a pointless. It was a stylistic choice, and I'm not saying it was the wrong choice. But it's one of those things where it's going to be hit or miss with the person. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's kind of a... see. it's the wrong it's the wrong choice. However, it's also the wrong show. So um, the other thing is with High Evolution is on Funimation.com. It says exclusive, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder when this is going to come on right stuff. Bing, it's in is on right stuff. <laughs> so much for that. They're just trying to push their stock one way or the other. I think they're just doing like the little Sailor Moon coin type thing with the Cinderella Children's Fun. Oh, I watched that like expecting nothing. It was actually pretty funny. I liked it. Hmm. Are I we getting not much to manga, but I, I kinda like the series with how they how the pace was, but Hold on. I can understand I, people skipping that one. I bought this on podcast not too long ago, right? Not sure. I don't know. I've. Hold on. The easiest way to do this would just be. Yeah, there's only two. So I definitely already bought. It's just I'm. I find it weird that the the method for which I sorted these things is bringing it up. It's Maybe weird, because it's a pre-order. I don't think you've seen Black Clover yet. And I don't see Arrow Manga Sensei on my pre-order tab. Did I do something weird? Like, did I screw this up? I think you're just on every single release they have. Yeah. How do you... I, is there another way to do this? Because you guys didn't send me the dang article I asked for. All or the dang, the dang link I asked for. The pre-orders, hey, okay. I sent I didn't you the animation pre-order. I didn't realize there was a way for me to do that. I just did all of them, and then I mean, even though it's still a pre-order because they're they're sorted by date here, um, yeah. I just didn't realize. So that's probably why it wasn't. I don't know. Still, well, I don't know. It's me. Yeah, it still does it release new to old. Um, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, what so I I'm do gonna to get to the pre-orders is just go to right stuff, click pre-order. Yeah, well, I I don't do it the same way you do it. <laughs> I, I, you, you guys could have sent me the dang like here's Black Clover. <laughs> okay, that wasn't on the Funimation website, but it is today. I don't know why. Oh, you know, did you I, try coexistence? Hell yeah! Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on the fence about selling my Digimon Adventure Try Blu-rays and and rebuying them all as DVDs so that they'll match in uh, height <laughs> on my collection. What happens Long when the defense. future Digimon projects come out and they're all shorties? I don't know. I mean, 
I'll, I'll probably just buy the Blu-rays and the DVDs at some I'm point. And for then... um, what's their name? The distributor, uh, Saban Brands, to just uh, put out the Digimon on Blu-ray eventually because yeah. they have the Jap- Japanese Blu-rays out. So I don't know if they're gonna go back and redo that. But yeah. Oh, God, if that's your interest and you want to get the the best quality that you think of, go for it. Other than that, I'm fine with the current release that they have over here. Well, while I'm living with what I got, if they don't have a Blu-ray, I'm fine with that. You know, but if they do come up with one, I think that because it saves space as yeah, well. Yeah, stuff that we've already talked about. Yep, yeah, so I can, that's on. good because I want to. I want to move on. Um, yeah, move on. So um, I'm wearing a random merch here. I just wanted to share this real quick. Otsukai is an app that it's basically a um, what do they call it? A consumer to customer. What are they, it's a customer to customer app where basically it's a way to get Japanese products. Um, I don't know if you guys are interested in it. I, I'm not, that's all I, it's literally all I got to say about it is that you can, there's an app you can use to, uh, and send products and whatnot that you can't get otherwise. Um, Reese, uh, shared this devil man, cry bear, baby. The uh, Devilman Crybaby important announcement is a sinfully stylish car. Hmm. Hey, FTDM, read the chat for a moment. The chat? Um, let's see. Not out loud. Oh, why do you want me to read it then? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, See. How does he know he's the 12th largest anime collection in Cincinnati area? Is there like competitions every year that they all go to and they're like, oh, I have 12th place. I'm the master. So far, I'm looking at this article. I'm not sure of the. Oh, you went away. We're back live. Ooh. Let's see here. So, the new stuff that I have, what have what? you seen? <gasps> what the heck is He's going back. on? I have gotten another message telling me that the podcast ended and then it's back on. We're still going. <sighs> we are stronger than the messages. You'd be a better voice actor than that metal vocalist in Egretsuko with that growl. <laughs> I haven't watched Agretzika yet. Um, I don't expect to. I'm just making a comment. <laughs> oh, is that the office worker that does yeah, the... Yeah, it's um, Hello Kitty for metal. Aggressive Retsuko is basically what the uh, okay. title is. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so we, cool. we talked about it on the podcast uh, like we when it was first being announced. Okay, I'm going to screen share real quick. For love, I just need to get into the... Into the the ladies versus butlers discussions, so this stops happening. Um, so I want to share this real quick. I thought this was pretty cool. This is painted. I don't know. It's, it's a really cool. Is it painted or self shading, or is it, this? 
Well, it's it's painted in such a way where it looks cell shaded, kind of similar to uh, what do you call that, that game? What's that game? Um, the one that had the ain't no rest for the way Borderlands, the the Borderlands uh, sort of style kind of thing where the, where you painted that way. But what what's interesting is that the three dimensional form gets flattened out by the paint used on it. I think it's really impressive. This looks like a drawing. You know, this looks a little bit weird. This totally throws you off. The there's only the, let me put it this way: the only reason you know this isn't a drawing is because of this bizarre muzzle flare uh, effect, right? That's true. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Anyway, I thought it was pretty cool. Moving on. By the way, I decided not to share that that one article that uh, there's a little bit of confusion over because I scrolled down too far before copying the link. Um, but there was a midness oh, yeah, statue that, that I was going to, it just, it wasn't cool. So, <laughs> um, the reason I found that article, by the way, is because, uh, I have a, um, I have a Google alert for anime collector, uh, and it shares stuff that has nothing to do with me. Like it, it sends me emails about stuff all the time that has nothing to do with me. And that one happened to pop up and I thought I might as well share it, but it wasn't interesting. So I'm not going to Kino's journey though, is a great show that everybody should, uh, enjoy at some point in their life. And uh, this is a nice little figure here with Hermes and uh, Kino. That's our new artwork, right? I've seen the reboot, yeah. but I have not seen the original yet. I've seen the original, but I have not seen the reboot. Reboot looks nice. Super detailed white beard. <laughs> I love how he's called white beard when he has no beard. <laughs> That's how powerful he is. <laughs> I, I'm glad you pointed that out. I didn't even realize. Really? That's funny. Like I didn't think about it. Uh, I, I, I'm digging this. Like I'm, I'm ready. To, uh, it, it. I'm ready to point, down with One Piece. Yeah, I'm ready to. I'm ready to sit down and watch One Piece. But I, I also just don't have any time. <laughs> Anyway, I, you, I, think uh, I can talk about it, about it all day with you. I've got like the first like nine or twelve seasons or something. Um, Castle in the Sky, Robot Soldier. Wow, I'm kind of surprised DC's letting them do that. DC? Yeah, because that robot that you see was mm -hmm. in. I'm not sure if it's exactly, but it might just be inspired by. The robot that Superman fought in uh, Felix Fletcher's Superman. Well, I first of all, that's in public Fox. domain. Okay. Second of all, um, this uh, this robot's from Lupin, and it's then went Lupin. into yeah. yeah so it uh, it was originally in one of the episodes Castle. Miyazaki directed, and then it and then it was taken from there and used in Castle uh, in the Sky. I wonder if Mark Hamill will own this. Because he voice he was the English voice actor of the main bad that you see covering his eyes and dashing awkwardly. Yeah, that's this is a very bizarre this, this right here looks like a robot chicken sketch that was that. screen grabbed. Like he's doing a little a little dance go. and then he's like miming out a I don't know, it's bizarre. Yeah. Uh anyway, Araka Seven outfits. So this company, this is so bizarre, is called X Large. Do you think they only make extra large clothing? <laughs> it looks yeah. like this, yeah. shirts always look so funny when you're not wearing them. How small this artwork looks on it. 
Actually, that that would look small even if you wore it. I think. Well, uh, I saw something else. Maybe maybe I'll actually be able to find it. I'll show it to you uh, if I if I do. But um, where it oh, yeah. when you see it on like a mannequin, it very much does change the 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 way it looks. But uh, I'll, I'll show you something later if we can find it. So I thought this. I, I actually asked my wife to get me these for Father's Day. Get a jump on Father's Day with Cran Chin Chan dad socks, and she said no. But uh, those are cool. Scented moisturizers are the latest goodies for uh, token Ronbo fans. Uh, so chalk it up to Japan. Well, I'm, I'm, again, somebody, somebody will definitely buy these. <laughs> Just not me. Do we have like an um, entire segment dedicated to the if you have the name recognition? We are we are going brand. through it right now. We're just getting through it. Okay. Um, so, girls in Panzer. Uh, you know, I actually do want to get back to our year in review uh, after after we get through the articles um, and talk about stuff like girls in Panzer. But it's just like the, uh, I mean, it's just a messenger bag with Panzer IV yeah. written on. You know. <laughs> anyway, you would think it would be a messenger of a tank, but. So more jewelry from Kark after Sakura. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then this was great. Uh, Hard hits the gym for Fizz of the North Star and uh, X Rizep uh, campaign. So basically, this gym in Japan uh, got the uh, Fizz of the North Star artist to draw the fat character the uh, before and after when he goes to the gym. And apparently, when you go to the gym, you get a lot taller too. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, I thought, all I the weights compressing your uh, joints. I thought this was a, a oh I mean yes but not this much of a difference. I just thought this was a really funny uh use of the character to to do that. I think it's kind of funny. Well, yeah, this exaggeration of a show it at least fits properly. So what do we got here? Uh hold on, I'm going to set it up so it's following me. Okay. So um Kazuna I which is AI. the? I think oh, it is means. It, wait, is it AI? Hold on, never mind. It's probably I because I read it as AI because I thought it was an artificial intelligence it that is, was like. I, I okay. Let me just say I have no. I, I don't know anything about this. I don't. I've never watched one of the. It's a virtual YouTuber. I I don't know any of this stuff. I don't know what it is. Um, I'm just showing you. Hang on, I'm gonna move on. This is dumb. Um, <laughs> Japan, Japan gets Shonen Jump themed uh, Famicom Mini, so. We're getting the the um, SNES Mini. They're getting a Shonen Jump themed one, but it doesn't. I guess it's just the games that are playable on it are all Shonen Jump themed games. Because uh, yeah, it's not like a, they would have like a, a skin or anything. Gold I, this looks like the original, like the original one to me, but Mini. You know, so I, I don't know. If, if they do a different version of it like that, I would imagine that they put the Sean Jump Pirate logo somewhere on it. I don't know. It's just... Anyway, so this is the yes. NES one. Nah. Right, so there's that, and then SNK goes retro with the release of Neo Geo Mini. Now, I gotta tell you, um, this right here, this is... I. This is dumb. <laughs> this is not playable. Like, I think you just for... hook it up to your TV. Maybe that's for show. 
I got, I can't even if you did as a controller, this isn't usable. It's too small. No, you don't, no it's for show, possibly, is what I was saying. No, like, what even I'm the saying controls. is that I'm saying that imagine your hand on here. This little thing here is so tiny that it's going to be all over the place as you're trying to button mash. You're going to be like throwing it. It's going to be ridiculous. It's just no. this, this seems like. Well, maybe the entire thing is for show, and you hook in the controller separately to it or something. And what I'm saying is that if this is the controller and you hook it into your TV, first of all, if it's not, then looking at this, you're not going to play a game. This is just dumb. You're you're not going to be able to see it easily. It's going to be a huge waste of... I mean, you might as well just get it for Game Boy. You know what I mean? Like, put it on a Game yeah. Boy and play it. It's just dumb. But but if it were something like you said, where you, like perhaps there's a cable out and you hook it up to your TV... What I'm saying is that the base of this is not it does, like the physics behind this doesn't seem like it would be comfortable to play with. I'm just it's just dumb. Anyway, AC, see, I agree on. with you. However, there's another for this style of mini arcades. They used to sell them back in the mid to late '80s, and it was a craze. There's a lot of the older people who remember that that are either collecting or new people who are collecting these sort of. So they want that uh, video game nostalgia that they kind of want to see a return of it. So I agree. I my fat fingers won't be able to play it, but there is a market for this. It's just probably not us. Okay, I I lost all that because the the connection was bad. I'll rewatch the podcast later. I'm just gonna keep oh, moving. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I right I'm on. so frustrated with this. So let me go. Okay. okay. You can see my screen. Okay. Um, uh, so used to be part of a spriting community back in the day when I was growing up, but I, I actually never, never like published anything like um, on on the internet. But I I did this kind of stuff back in the day uh, as an artist, and I'm just curious if anybody wants to. Uh, so it's kind of like a more advanced version of RPG Maker. Well, it says NVF. Shout out to if, make if anybody's interested in actually using this and doing that. It says MVF, and so I'm and assuming... I think you guys are already frozen again. God damn it. You froze, so we started talking, and then... You Thank you. I'm going to give you the short one. If, if you want to make a game, we'll play it on the podcast. The end. <laughs> All right. So and I lost right. the where I'm not I'm not I'm in the same group anymore. What the heck? Quick my life right now. I'm just so tired of this. Okay, I got I got three more articles. Then we're we're out of article sharing mode, and I can finally or I got no I got five more, but they're quicks. They're quicky ones. Well, actually, one of them's not so quick, but. So that Pixel Game Maker is part of RPG Maker. It's like a sister engine. As it huh. puts it, so that makes sense because they their latest yeah. RPG Maker's MV. So that's cool. RPG Maker's awesome. That's interesting. I, I've I've owned all the console ones that were released out here. Um, the the most recent one that I well actually I I, I say that I, maybe they have made more that I don't know about, but it got to the point where you couldn't make your own towns, and that started to get annoying. Anyway, penguins perform Evangelion cosplay at Matsue. Uh, Vogel Park. So, 
I think these images speak for themselves. <laughs> People brought their kids to actually see this. Kids who I guarantee have never seen Ava <laughs> have come to watch this penguin thing. The kids were there for the penguins. The adults were there for the little the little dumb felt aprons <laughs> strapped around them. <laughs> oh my gosh. They so, get to uh, see this, a penguin. That's like us watching a anyway. panda bear. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna assume you guys saw that. Uh, there was a in the FIFA um, Men's World Cup uh, commercial here. Uh, Lishansky said this. There was actually a reference just a second ago to uh, Dragon Ball Super. I'm. I'm assuming you guys saw it, and I kind of don't care if you didn't because I don't want to show it again. Uh, Japanese bookstore gets medieval with armored battle group or training camp, also known as a fight club. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Oh, you aren't frozen. Are you guys there? I'm here. Oh, thank God. I just, I'm, I'm every time I, cause I can't well, see I you. I can't see when it goes freezing. It just gets quiet. And then I don't know if, if I'm still on. Anyway, do so you have anything you want to say about this uh, medieval fight club? Nope. That's why I stood silent. All right, cool. I'm not sure on. if that's one of the things I want to watch or want to be a part of. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So I want to share this article here that Ot Otakuso had sent me. Um, this is from January 10th. 2018 uh so it's, it's a bit old uh i i don't think this is gonna i mean it's not gonna affect me but i just i think that it's uh, it's a topic of discussion that might be interesting to cover uh real quick i just go over this other one real quick uh astro boy manga page what i had something to say on the last one i'm going to go back to it i'm just showing this because oh, okay. it relates to it. astro boy manga page auctions for five times expected amount the Astro Boy manga page by the late creator of Tomatezuka sold for a record <clears throat> 269,400 euros, about 320,000 US dollars. At an auction in Paris on Saturday, the page is expected to sell for only 40,000 to 60,000 euros. Okay, so I wanted to start with this so you guys know this. And this, by the way, was from this month. So just like, just not too long ago. <clears throat> Gosh, I'm losing my voice again after all that throwing up I did. Um, Find anyway. it strange for the Astro Boy one. Mm -hmm. That out of all of the villains that they could have used, it's the one that's named Satan that has the heat ray nipples. Ooh. Who wouldn't spend $320,000 on that page? Don't breastfeed your child with that, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Satan 666 would, though. The baby wouldn't drink breast milk. The baby would drink tired. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read this whole article uh, real quick. It's not that long. Gosh, speak uh, of the devil, who happens Satan. to be Satan six six six. God, speaking of nipples. <laughs> oh man, There's some uh, very interesting um, names in the chat. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to read this real quick. Looking to add your anime... Gosh, I already screwed up. Looking to add to your anime cell collection? You might want to act fast. Japan routinely... Uh, I'm going to skip... I'm going to skip what I was just raging about earlier about the opening paragraph that's totally unimportant. <laughs> the, Japanese, uh, the Japanese diet, which is not like rice and sushi. This is their like legislative political government system right um 
The Japanese Diet's multi-party manga, anime, and game caucus plans to present a bill seeking funds and authorization to establish a facility to be called the Media Arts National Center, which will store and catalog anime and manga genga, a term that literally translates as original pictures, and which generally refers to animation cells and original manga work. It is necessary that we preserve anime and manga materials as treasures of Japan, declared caucus head Keiji Furuya, and the plans uh, initiators have specified that stopping the flow of such materials to overseas owners is a desired outcome. Um, so this is this is sort of getting into what we were just reading about with Astro Boy, right? The Media Arts National Center is a successor to a similar plan to create a national comprehensive media arts center for which some 11.7 billion yen us 104.5 million dollars was pledged before the project was scrapped in 2009 following democratic party of japan politician yukio harayama's replacement of liberal democratic party member taro aso as prime minister current prime minister shinzo abe is the first liberal democratic party member uh, to hold office since aso uh, so basically what, what they're saying here is that there was a plan under um uh, Tara also, who is part of the Liberal Democratic Party, which, by the way, <laughs> despite the name, is actually the Conservative Nationalist Party of Japan. So this is closer to like what would be, let's say, the the Republican Party of the states, um, and then this would be the the actual Democratic Party. So again, it's the Democratic Party and the Liberal Democratic Party, which is uh, oh, what's such a warped system in America is um, fun to wrap your head around, but. Uh, Anyway, so so basically, this guy of that party had had a plan. That that plan got scrapped when this uh, other guy uh, came into power. And now that th this party is back in power with um, Abe, the plan is being revised as this new thing, right? And opponents of the 2009 plan, and they're referring to specifically to Yukio Harayama, the guy from the Democratic Party of Japan who had uh, who had come in at around 2009 dismissed it as an attempt to quote make a federally funded manga cafe and pointed to pre-existing institutions such as the kyoto international manga museum which are already involved in the preservation of anime and manga materials however the caucus pushing for the establishment of a media arts national center says that by association with the federal government the newly proposed facility would be considered an offshoot of the national diet library japan's counterpart to the u.s library of congress this would allow the Media Arts National Center to sidestep legal... Okay, I want to read this very clearly. This would allow the Media Arts National Center to sidestep legal restrictions on the digital recording and storage of copyrighted anime and manga materials, which the caucus cites as a hindrance to their proper uh, preservation by currently existing organizations. Uh, I'm going to come back to that particular sentence uh, after this is over. In addition to storage and preservation, the caucus says that the Media Arts National Center would allow visitors to peruse its collection free of charge and hold exhibitions of significant pieces. The center would also supply visitors with information on new anime and manga franchises, as well as details about upcoming domestic anime and manga related events. Proponents also say that the Media Arts National Center would serve as a mecca for overseas tourists with an interest in anime and manga, serving as a must-see on their Japanese travel itineraries. That, however, alludes to a potential point of controversy. Anime and manga are not just art, but a form of consumer art. 
At their most fundamental level, they exist because someone is willing to pay money for them. And with overseas sales becoming an increasingly significant revenue stream for the industry, it seems somewhat heavy-handed for the government to be mulling a plan uh, that aims to address foreign purchases of materials while remaining mum on the subject of domestic buyers who are just as capable of hoarding private collections as their overseas equivalents. Okay, so... I like this article because of uh, art preservation. However, they're kind of overkilling it a little bit. Are y'all frozen? Me won't hear me. So essentially what this means right. is you, people outside of Japan can't import cells and crap like that, right? That sounds like that's what they're wanting to do. However... For this type of hobby, it's not really us collecting anime DVDs, Blu-rays, or VHSs, or Laserdiscs, or CEDs, or VCDs. At this point, you're kind of going in towards the direction of uh, completing fine art, like someone going around collecting paintings. The whole can't share the images online and stuff online and stuff like that, you're going to be killing your fan bases if you decide to do that. This so kind of goes back to the whole lobbying stuff. They're again, bite, but... biting down harder on that? Now, the thing I don't get is, so essentially they don't want their culture escaping Japan, so with the cells they're like, oh, we want to keep as many as possible. Then why are you guys they dropping them out and selling that? Cells. They're trying to figure out a way to keep up a high sales margin to try to get as much profit as possible, which is strange because this is nonprofit. So I, I'm not I'm sure. So with this internet. Sorry, where did we leave off? Uh, <laughs> me and I were article. guessing it, you know. Um, how about you start off where What's you want to go, AC? We'll follow along. Yeah. Just go where you want to go next with the article. Are you still there? Uh-oh. Yeah, he's, I heard an there inhale. Go. There we go. Where, where, did I le where did it leave off? Like, what okay. did you guys... What, what we said was, you just go where you want to go next with it, and we'll follow you. Okay. But, what? like, I got through the whole article. Where did it cut off? You ended... No, you, you ended the article. We started just discussing it. That's oh, it. Oh, okay. You were oh. going to return yeah, to that so one going... point, though. Yeah, I, I'm going into uh, into Anime News Network uh, one. I'm just pointing out that uh, um, that's a uh, cafe, and he called it an enormous waste, uh, according to the uh, to the other article from uh, from Anime News Network. Uh, so it oh. says, Democratic Party of Japan, um, the opposition candidate. Yukio Hatayama criticized the product as a national manga cafe and enormous waste. So, uh, what do you guys? What are your thoughts on this? Because I got I got stuff about it, but I just I'm curious what your well to add something new to the mix. It sounds like they're trying to enforce a tourist area while harming other other areas and provinces, not provinces, prefectures mm -hmm. to kind of get more tourism in they're mm -hmm. trying to attack the cafes 
So real quick, since the the link I was talking about is actually here, um, it was actually on this site. I want to show FDDM real quick. The uh, remember I was talking about the shirts. I, I saw this. By the way, the articles oh, yeah. on the okay. site. The articles yeah. on the site are just are they're wonderful. I, I I spent hours. I felt like today looking at so many articles that that caught my eye on here. So this particular shirt is a uh, it's a optical illusion shirt to make it look like you have um, large Giant breasts. Boobs. And there's a picture of it here. This is what I'm talking about. Where the picture it looks printed really small, but mm -hmm. when you actually see it on a person, it doesn't look that way. Regarding the stuff about Eureka Seven. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say because we were talking about it earlier. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, so go ahead and continue, guys. Now, AC, when you kind of faded out again, uh -huh. I mentioned that at this point, since it's focused on cells, you're not really focused on the animation itself, but more of kind of completing a fine art picture book. Right. It, it's oh. focused on cells and like the, let's say the original drawing from the manga, like sketches of like Gundam, you know, like the original design They're They're trying to, they're trying to preserve that stuff. And I, I get the, I get it. Like I understand. Um, and this isn't even something going forward that should be an issue because the only anime I know of that's actually using cells Violet in recent Evergarden. years is Violet Evergarden, right? So, and the thing is that back in the days, the reason that cells are kind of rare and stuff is because celluloid was expensive, and they used to they used to shoot the cell on camera to to have it archived, right? So for the production, and then they'd scrape the paint off and reuse it, you know. So I, I get it, um, but but the thing is here that. Um, that that line here, where they're saying that, let me get the. Uh, this would allow the media national, uh, Ar media arts national center to sidestep legal restrictions on the digital recording and storage of copyrighted anime and manga materials, which the caucus cites as hindrances to their proper preservation by uh, currently existing organizations. So this is basically allowing them to seize assets. It sounds like it sounds like they're there. This is a, uh, an overreach uh, on their part to try to seize assets. And what I'm going to say about this yeah. is, is that I think that it's great to. if you want to create a museum and you want to, you want to preserve Japanese history. Like for instance, I would be, I would be taken back if for instance, and, and this is going to sound like a very hyperbolic statement to make, but I would be taken back if for instance, the U S government decided that it was okay for them to sell the Liberty bell to some collector in france you know and and that seems crazy but you have to consider mm. the fact that that japan that. what that's not really that's not really a good example because that might no, happen. listen to me listen to me i'm listening I'm in listening. japan their modern identity where japan ceased being the empire of japan after the the atom bomb was dropped on them basically and it became Modern Japan is a it's a very short history, but an enormous part of their cultural history is surrounded in games, anime, and manga. It's a huge, enormous part of who they are. So I I do understand the value of wanting to preserve this stuff because it's a it's incredibly culturally important to who the Japanese people are. 
So I get the the desire from uh, these bureaucrats who want to do this, but um, regarding it being an enormous waste, the difference is that so 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 take into consideration real quick the idea that uh, basically first of all they they had mentioned that they want to make this like basically this museum thing available to the public for free that they'll be able, that people will be able to freely browse in it. Now you got to understand that not charging admission doesn't mean that they won't make money. They, they can have gift shops. They can have all sorts of things that they can re receive income from, but this is a government run organization. You're going to need to pay through tax dollars to maintain all this stuff. By the way, the guy who spent 320 thousand us dollars for that page from astro boy he's going to take better care of it than the japanese government would yeah okay number one it's not going to be in japan but he's going to take better care of it than they would it's also better that it's not all located in a centralized location and earthquakes uh, and fault lines are exactly exactly so it's like it's better in my opinion for this stuff to be dispersed it's like if you can honestly if 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 a entrepreneur wanted to put forth the money, you know, like somebody um, like the Japanese version, let's say of Elon Musk wanted to put forth a huge fund of money because he had it and, and compile historical stuff and create his own for-profit museum for the sake of, of doing basically what they're suggesting doing, but actually paying for this stuff and get also getting stuff donated, but being willing to actually, you know, put forth the, the money and energy and effort to do this uh, in order to, um, uh, to do it in a way where it'll actually make money, bring bring up the Japanese economy and not just be some government job where the taxes are paying for the employees and all the other stuff in it, right? Um, and uh, if, that, if they wanted to do that and everything was voluntary, meaning that the studios or the people who own the rights to all these things are voluntarily giving up access to the sketches, the cells, you know, whatever it's going to be that's going to go in there, then I'm all for it, you know, because what they want to do this for is the sort of the tourism aspect. They want to create incentivize people to come into Japan, spend money in Japan. M more money is going to get spent in um, Akihabara and all that stuff, uh, which is great for, for the businesses around there and the Japanese people and everything to have that extra income coming in uh, to their country. But um, I just don't think that that seizing these assets is, is at all a good idea. And it's it's kind of bizarre uh, that they are like, I mean, they're, they've expressly stated that their purpose is stopping the flow of materials to overseas owners is their desired income. You know, to add I, to I, what you were saying about how uh, they'll take better care of that guy who spent a billion dollars yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Like these people aren't buying it just so they can tear them up and destroy their culture. In fact, I think it's a better thing because they're spreading the culture. Like, what's wrong with that? And it's yeah, preserving I, it in different areas, so it's like you know, oh, you get a bit of Japan in USA or something like that. And I have a question. So when you say they, uh, whatever, the right to seize whatever from the internet, do you mean? So if they see that I have the wrong one half cell on the internet, they can no, no, no. legally send people in my house and pick it up or no, what no, do you no, mean? No, no, no. I, I think that I think that what this is is that I'm gonna read this again. This would allow the Media Arts National Center to sidestep legal restrictions on the digital recording and storage of copyright anime and manga materials. So 
this is, I think, going forward on things that are like, let's say, um, currently being produced that need to be necessary, like, let's say, archived for one reason or another. Um, that it's like a so Library of Congress, for example, stores they they admit movies and stuff to the Library of Congress in America. You know, um, so like like movies like let's say taxi driver or Scarface or Godfather, you know, um, or just stuff that is an important iconic masterpiece of the time gets admitted into the library of Congress. This is their, their way of sort of um, taking that for the sake of preservation without there being like, well, you can't just take that. This is our property kind of, kind of thing on behalf of the, the studios. That's what it sounds like to me. Like this isn't this, this isn't them being able to necessarily like this. This obviously isn't going to extend outside of Japan. There's no way that the, the Japanese government could be authoritarian that they could literally go to another sovereign nation and do think that, that it could extend the way that the, let's say the trajectory of where this is in January to if they get further down the line. I think you need to turn off your gas. Now I see, even if you're not hearing this, you mentioned. I'm so done with this. You're there. Turn off your webcam again. Yeah. No, I see. You mentioned about a private collection, keeping making sure that it's well kept. Mm -hmm. uh, locally, he, this person passed away. Locally, this one person who was a big influence in the area, what he did was he liked this one artist, so he went around, did some research, and got every single painting of this art of this one artist. Mm -hmm. What he did at that point is with his house, he made a separate area and displayed all this art and would invite people over to watch it mm -hmm. for the longest time they thought that he he was running something for this for the city but when he passed away it was soon revealed that the city didn't run it this guy owned all of these artworks yeah so you do have stuff like that that happens yeah, I'm no, not and, sure and something something that's worth okay. So so again, it is it is it is necessary to differentiate the consumer good. Obviously, this isn't going to affect us in the in the sense of I mean, maybe it'll affect FDDM because he, he actually bought a cell, but uh, <laughs> I haven't bought a cell. I don't need to buy a cell, but it's not going to affect us in terms of actually buying the consumer product, right? So um, this isn't a, a perfect example, but just to give to give a quick example. Um, we have manga in the United States today due to people like Glenn Danzig from the Misfits going to Japan, touring in Japan with his band, seeing manga there, buying things like Fist of the North Star and bringing it back here and then creating a demand for it um, by showing it to people. And, you know, all the Hollywood movies that have been made by people who went to Japan to promote a movie they're making and they got introduced to Japanese culture and products and stuff. And they, the same thing, you know what I mean? So, so this is, yeah. this is um, obviously it's, we are at a point now where that's already been done. Anime is already like worldwide and everything. It's not the same thing. Um, but uh, I, I just, I, I think that 
I think that I can just sum up my entire thoughts on this and that this is fine for them to do, but everything needs to be voluntary. That's, I guess that's just the, the bottom line to boil it down. And I just want to ask real quick, um, Satan666 said, uh, um, was talking about like how anime is now becoming mainstream. Like legit, one basketball player was watching Dragon Ball on his phone while getting his leg massage before his finals game. You're I going saw to that... refer back to the whole uh, anime man saying Mal or it didn't happen. No, no, no. Right? Um, no, I'm not. Uh, I saw that GIF that uh, of him watching it. Um, people were saying it was GT. Everybody was saying it was GT. Was that actually GT? Because it didn't look like GT to me. It looked like like Blue Dragon or Dragon Quest. It looked like something completely different. I'd have to see the gift. To let me let me see if I can pull up the. Uh... Lost as to what's going on here. Basketball. But for them Let's to actually can, get I, that passed. I'm not sure of the Japanese legal system. Uh-huh. What they need to do, but if it was in America, they would have to lobby for a long time to get something to move on that. Yeah, but that, that's different. America has I know, I know. different rights. J like, okay, Japan uh, is not a republic like America is. It's a democracy. It's a it's, it's actually a constitutional monarchy, you know? So they have a whole different system, and their their freedoms are not at all what we have. Right. Basketball player. Because I know with a lot of uh, syndicated television shows, mm -hmm. after they get done with an episode, they send it to the... If I understand this process, they send it to the broadcast network... Broadcast Network will will get a copy of it to play, and they put the master in some sort of white area to store. Yeah, sure I'm all I'm all called. for I'm all for preservation of media. I'm all for it. Right. You know, um, I'm just saying that that the seizure of assets is ridiculous. Like right. we don't cross that line. Um, here's the uh, here's the thing, by the way. Can you guys see it? Yes. Okay. Okay, I can't see it. Algae. Can you guys see it now? <laughs> Talk while you're showing it. I, I, I clicked it over to it. You guys should be able to see it now. Okay. okay. Now I see Augie again. Talk. Keep talking. Hello. No, not you, Augie. I'm back on you. You're killing me. Mute yourself, Augie. <laughs> okay, are you ready, FDD? Now? Yes, I see him. Yeah, that doesn't look like any Dragon Ball I've seen. I'm pretty sure this is like from Blue Dragon or something. That makes because sense. It's Dragon it's, Warrior. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's either dra it's it's a different um, Akira Toriyama. Uh, thing and and to to what you were saying about uh about um about the the anime man thing like uh mallard, my, didn't, happen. mallard didn't happen uh because that's i mean it could be gt it could be i just haven't seen it in a long time but this is more credit to him that he's not watching something as as mainstream as uh as dragon ball that's uh, true. You know that that it actually is like, hey, you know, this is this is 
credit to you that you are um, watching something that isn't mainstream. Not just a poser, so to speak, who's um, who's jumping on it simply because it, it'll be popular with your fans, you know, to, to, to come out as an anime fan. I just find it funny how he's like a basketball player who makes millions and, yeah. you know, he's watching it on his phone, which a show like Blue Dragon, I know you can't get it online. So just saying he didn't buy it. What does it, it doesn't look like Williams? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. I was is... gonna, I was gonna cover that in the podcast. I forgot to. Yeah, Zelda Williams was going over all the anime figures that her father, Robin Williams, painted. Oh, cool. Okay, so so people are saying in the in the replies to that to the tweet, it says somebody said. That could be Dragon Ball GT. Don't worry, he'll get bored with that real quick. Worst one of the series. To which somebody else replied, that's the Shadow Dragon arc. He's in the last saga. He got past the first terrible arc. The rest are arcs with a bunch of squandered potential. So people are... I, I mean, it really could be. It's, I have not watched GT since I first bought the green brick sets. Um, I don't so, remember it 100%, so it could be, you know, GT. Yeah. The warriors that I'm seeing on there, that's the only reason that I'm saying it might be Dragon Warrior. The Shadow Dragon, it might be from GT itself. I'm not denying that. So, hold on. They said it was the Shadow Dragon arc. Okay, I'm just going to look that up. I just want to confirm it because <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> this this uh, This might not be the right time to do that. I just want to, I'm going to look it up. Yeah, that actually could be um, now that I'm seeing an image of it. Cause the particular moment that he's looking at it, it's like, there's something kind of, there's a bizarre effect going on with the uh, character. You don't recognize any of the characters. Well, yeah, but it's, it's but you can question. tell it's the Kira Toriyama style. Anyway, uh, we can, we can verify it later. I just, I, I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Satan 666. Anyway. Um, all right. So, the Zelda Williams thing. Can you can you say what you said again about the hand painted thingy? Oh, you talk. Oh, hand painted oh. figures. Figures. Okay, I, yeah. I thought you meant a painting. Yeah. So yeah, yeah figures. No. Was yeah. there more to All that, right. or, or just uh, next podcast? Because I have not had a chance to post links. She hasn't. She hasn't. Um, she hasn't. She's still going through them. Like maybe maybe we can go through all the pictures at some point. Um, <laughs> By the way, we never got back to... So before we do Ladies versus Butler, should we do our, our year in review? Uh, Man, you're too stressed. Let's do that next podcast, please. I'm sorry to bring that up again, but... It's right. also 320, I guess, so that would make sense. Well, um, I will just say real quick, um, I, one of the things I wanted to do for it was mention... Just sort of shout out to some of the... Uh, to some of the shows we watched that I actually really liked and, and going through the list real quick when I did it. Um, I, I just want to point there's a, I was more than I had remembered. So I was going to say, I thought my favorite that we watched was girls in Panzer, but actually going through the list again, I was thinking Dagashi Kashi was great. Detroit metal city was great. Uh, and of course, um, so which I, I was the, again, I were the only ones who watched, uh, Sarah and Cole. AC, are you there? Did we lose AC again? 
He lost his AC oh, cable. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, anyway, I'm going. I'm going into. Uh, going to, yeah, we're, we're going to do it next podcast. And just in case it hasn't been uh, drilled into everybody yet, I have CenturyLink coming the day before the next podcast, so I will be able to be on a separate internet line and test it out and find out if it's any better. If it is better, no, I'm canceling Cox the next day. That that's a terrible internet. Uh, and they were great for a long time, but they just they've dropped the ball. Yeah. Now AC, if the connection gets worse for Lays versus Butlers, I wouldn't mind going over the review either sometime next week when you make the connection for another app or include it in next time's app. What do you mean the reviews? Or the watch club portion. All right. Well, I'm, I missed all of that because the connection has been so bad. But uh, I'm going to move on to Ladies versus Butlers. All right. You guys ready for this? Yeah, let's do you yes. first in case you okay. disconnect. So I, yeah, I actually don't have a lot to say, which is good. Um, I watched the Blu-ray, which you guys can't see. I just realized. <laughs> I watched the Blu-ray, but for the sake of this discussion, I'm going to do the much tamer looking... Uh, Skitty ooze. I hear sound. Or I heard. I heard him. Judging by the lack of response, he's not present. Well, go ahead. Go ahead, AC. Just kill me. I didn't really like the show. Um, I don't mind etchy, but it's fun when it's clever. And I just felt like it wasn't clever. I felt like it was. I, I just it felt unnecessary. Honestly, I think way those specials, particularly pornographic. By the way, wait, do you have specials on your Blu-ray? Mm-hmm. We'll find it's out. Strange next that they're labeled as specials. It should be they should be called omakes, but oh. whatever. Go ahead, AC. I used to think they were called O-Makes. Um, are, do you have specials on yours, Brad? No. Did you guys have specials? No. no I, had it down. I, was, I was just saying that I watched them because Augie watched them, and I thought it would be worth for discussion's sake, but I just... I, okay, let's just say, Brad, um, so Zebic, anytime they have specials, typically they are like one minute or three minutes of pure fancers. Uh-huh. So just... just Anytime you see the epic show and you see specials, you're not obligated to watch them if you want any more story content. Just okay. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I don't mind. I don't mind going fans or I don't even mind going as far as they did. But be clever about it. Don't just no, no. like. No, Zebic shows like it's pure fan service with the specials. So like. No, 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 and I, I, I heard you, and I, I, and I'm just saying like even if even if you're going to do that, that's fine. But be clever about it. Like I got yeah. it regarding both the show and the specials, which which you're describing is like they they just do fan service. So I don't mind fan service, but be clever about it. Okay, I think what I meant to say was. The specials are zero clever. It's like yeah, but I'm, I'm let me He's let me talking explain about the whole show. No, yeah, I'm talking about the show and the specials. But regarding the thing about the specials is like, look, when it comes to fan service, 
Asian Ica was clever with it, at least a little bit, you know? Like they would they would use camera angles and and things, sure, but they would they would they were clever with how they were exploited with it, you know. I remember that Lays versus Butler's like I've seen a lot worse for like blatant fan service that was just in your face. This kind of like they had dialogue and it just kind of went to a different angle from what I remember for a lot of the fan service. Mm-hmm. But you know, I. I'm surprised there wasn't like a lot of in your face stuff. It just kind of happened on the screen from what I remember. What about you, Augie? What do you think? For the fan service, it's there. However, I was more engulfed with the character develop with yeah, that's what the I'm, characters and the development of. That's what I'm kind of saying. Like I didn't feel like there was much of an interruption per se. Like uh I'm kind of surprised Brad didn't talk about it. like Daichi, for example, the obvious reverse trap. Then you have uh, Pina, which she's the rich princess that's also a mad, has like a magical, magical girl. girl persona, but not really the abilities. Then you have. Okay, I the- didn't. I didn't talk about these things because my internet is so terrible that I thought it was good to make it brief. I'll just say I liked Pina as a character and I liked the, uh, the 19 year old Lolly, uh, which by the way, I did, I did check the Japanese version and she is, um, that is what she says. Ju, Ju Q. Uh, so, um, she, that, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't a, a, a cover their butts, uh, translation Move. chain. Um, right. but, uh, I liked those two characters, uh, a lot. No. Um, but, I'm just saying that the overall, the show, I felt like piled on the fan service to a level that wasn't even clever. And it was just, I just felt like I was being pandered to or, or something. I just, it was kind of annoying, you know, like I, I wanted, I wanted substance or at least be clever about it. You know, I got, That's more, thing about I got more character development out it, out of it. Really. The one thing I thought that was very cruel was you have two sisters one, one, is, one is in the servant class, the other's in the lady class. And they divide the parents can't afford both of them to be in the lady class. I thought well, that was one, very cruel. One sister was probably generous to the other because they didn't I, they they didn't seem aggressive to like each other like I don't want to be type thing. I, I didn't pick that I thought like I missed that portion of it. I thought that um that the they had to get into the class and that the one, the one wasn't capable, like, cause she was such a klutz that she wasn't capable of getting into that special class. I didn't realize it was a financial thing when I, when I had watched it. Yeah, it was a financial thing. I'll say to those characters, it, the one, I don't know how, but I actually kind of was entertained by the class, despite it being pretty predictable. I just got a laugh kind of every the here and there. Klutz, the klutz was better than the sister. The sister is is an ex, is a perfect example of the not being clever about it. It's like, oh well, I guess I'm just gonna take my clothes off all the time, and it's just like you're no, not no, even like, be clever about it. Off. No, she was taking them off for dumb reasons. When they were falling off, I thought it was all right. It was off, it was funny. Yeah, it was it was funny when she went underneath the net, and they all that was like yeah. I'm okay with that. But the other stuff is just like I felt like they weren't being clever with it, and it was just. It, was it did dumb. feel a bit. Yeah, I can see what you mean. It did feel a bit like forced when it's like, oh, I'll just take my clothes off and solve everything. Yeah. But how it, come it, y'all don't find that funny? But everyone laughs with 
on Family Guy with Bill Clinton singing, it's one fine day to be nude. <laughs> who laughed at that? Or, who who thought no that was funny? I didn't even see this Family Guy stuff you're talking about. So no my life Dark is an find an example so I can discuss something with you guys. But oh, uh, so, um, are you pretty much done with like your specific thoughts that you want to like say in general? No, no, no not you. Yes, that, I mean. for me, yes, basically. Okay. I mean, if so. you guys, if you guys bring something up that I that that yeah, triggers, you'll comment back on I'll anything. Comment back, but yeah, I'm basically I just done. Mean you're, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Uh, so, let's uh, see. Want to talk about the three mains? Yeah, sure. Akiharu, Drills, and Tomomi. Yeah, I, I, they said her name so little that I just remember her as Drills. Is it uh, Tomomi or Tomome? Good question. Tomome is the standard, standard best friend character. However, she has a very oh, whoa, mischievous no. side. She's not a best friend. She's a like. A rival slash a sadist. Yeah. I I actually liked that character. Um, I, did too. I liked I liked her. Uh, she was clever, is what you're yes, saying. Yes, she was clever. Actually, She's, I I liked I liked her more than plots. Um, I like I, drills. I actually really like the the drill hairstyle. I didn't. Hers were way too big, and they looked I like agree. they looked like larva too much or croissants really? you know wow. that, it, that i i couldn't get into that you know i agree that they were obnoxious I but i feel like they relied too heavily on this all oh drills, drills shut up yeah the oh, gag the drills yes. yeah that was that, that was too much they didn't rely on the drills too much they relied too much on her being a sundere it was In the gags i liked right but in this case, they used it in such a way that, yes, she's acting that way, but she's still curious to kind of get closer to the main. I got to say that I give enough credit that she wasn't, like, beating the main character at every misunderstanding or anything. And, you know, she yeah. took a step back every once in a while. But she I does have kinda, heart. I was kind of annoyed with some of her, like obvious where it's like come on dude you know that he's not at fault for this or something like that yeah but you know it wasn't as bad as many other cinderas i've seen he needs to stop walking on that same dirt path every time he walks on that same dirt path something bad is going to happen actually why do good do, do, do i remember a uh, main character falling over a hell of a lot or am i thinking of something else like there was, a, there was a specific to drills the same way. Yeah. It was the same. It was the same incident shown multiple times from different angles. No, no, no. I mean, like, there's multiple isolated events of oh, him. Yeah, falling. no, you're right. Yeah, there were. But yeah, no. First I episode, I think yeah. everyone was chasing him because he wore denim to school. Literally in the first episode, he walks up to two girls and they both faint. What the heck was that about? That never happened again. They never seen a man before. They're shocked that they a guy's papers. I I, I kind of, as as forced as it was, I kind of enjoyed how everything piled on of each other at the beginning, like all the bad things. I don't know. So let me ask you this: like What did you plan. think about the character design 
for the anatomy in particular of the female characters in, in the show. Particular, let's just, just hover around the, the two mains. Um, I heard the question, but who did you direct it to? Both of you. Both of us. Okay. For Let me, me uh, I, pull up a picture to give reference difference to the difference thing I'm talking about. Go ahead. Now, I'm I'll wait till you show it, then I'll explain. My, uh, no, go ahead and start opinion. explaining, and I'll, I'll get the picture ready and, and um, screen share. The anatomy of the characters, I kind of liked. It was a mix of over-exaggeration to probably very realistic for the age that they're trying to achieve mm. here. No, let me let me off. use the word plump. Is that does that seem like, that feels like an appropriate word? So I I do yeah, get what you're what saying. An example. Yeah, I do get what you're saying. Um, I want to. They have a little meat on them, which is yeah, and, nice. and it's, it's a style. It's a, it's a, it's it's you could call it more realistic, but it, I would say that it is a. I'm trying to figure out a way to say this without it being insulting because uh, I don't mean it to be. I'm not saying that the body type is bad. I'm just saying that this is a authentic to the diet of the, of the average Japanese girl that there's a little bit right. of, of. I mean, some were. I think that's why I like the Zebic character designs because they have a little bit more of a feel to them that they seem more real when yeah. you look at them. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring something up, but I just like I, I like every picture that I want to use as an example is is Doesn't explicit. And I can't about. show it. Well, I can't show it. I literally can't show it because it's explicit. So I'm gonna try to. Well, I got a reference in front of me, so I know what you're talking about. And Augie. no, it's for something else. I'm gonna compare it to. Um, but oh. uh, um, so. Real Pocono quick, Pico's um, proportions compared to this. <laughs> no, real quick. Uh, the guy with the pink hair, that yeah, character, that character was such an afterthought that seemed like totally unconsequential un to the actual thing. Pretty well, much, but this I was I kind of enjoyed all the dumb moments he came in because everyone just blatantly hated him despite him thinking he's the biggest thing in the world, and then they like literally go out of their way to not catch him. And he makes it just seemed like it seemed like a. They didn't commit to it at all. I agree I with that. Look up a little bit of the background of this series, and apparently, it's based off of eleven light novels. It, it is. might have been a bigger character in those light novels, but I'm not sure that they realize what budget they had for this show. Sometime. I'm very disappointed with the lack of like you know story content things fulfilled, um, which is initially why I didn't love this series um back to the character design so i don't want to forget that. yeah i've got i've got uh, i'm prepping with some uh okay so i want to i want to let me just get this out so i can screen share real quick i want to uh i'm gonna show you guys something so this, let me let me lock it on me so that augie's noisy chair doesn't uh if I can zoom in here, hold on. Sorry, Japanese keyboard has it in a different spot. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. So, um, God, these are practically just, just explicit. Just get here. it over. Just get but it over with. What I'm referring to here is like, so there's the there's the plumpness to them, and like a lot of times, like you could see the the crease, let's say in the belly button, which is totally accurate to how 
a human anatomy works, right? So I want to I want to compare this to my favorite artist Satoshi Urushihara, um, who is very commonly drawing. And in fact, I'm kind of need to jump out of there just in case any of those other images on the side there were. Uh, but he does a lot of uh, adult uh, stuff. Like almost every image when I pull it up was is something I definitely couldn't show. But there's something about the art style of this guy. And this is not a good example because the busty character is is illustrated in a different way than what I'm referring to. But this this artist has this really incredible like the the details in the line shape are so subtle that they imply form rather than rather than like draw like this line feels so heavily drawn to me and it, I'm just what I'm getting at is that um I was bothered not by the, the body shapes. type but by the the way it was depicted in the way, especially in the breasts, which you saw a heck of a lot of in this show were, um, were drawn like the, they should have implied the lines a lot more than they drew them. And I just, I don't know. I just, just, that was it. And it, from, from an artistic perspective, the anatomy was all over the place. And, and, and also by the way, drills, how often in the entirety of the show, um, did her well let me go back to the exact image because it's just it's, it's a better example how often in the entirety of the of the show did did they actually draw her hair like this zero oh no like zero two no, not unraveled not unraveled never, her name is Solina, never look like this i think there might have been two times actually like when she's Some in man. her Some non man. when she's in like a nightgown or something like that i think something like that all right. Did I, did, I just realized. Sorry, I just realized that. Better. The, hold on. I just realized Go that ahead. the DVD, the DVD's image on the cover is the one used on the back of the Blu-ray, and the image used on the back of the DVD is the one used on the cover of the Blu-ray. There you go. Uh, did you have I any more things to us. say about that, Brad? No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. How'd you feel about Selena's dad? Hey. Who is I Selena? Was... Drills. No, her name's not Selena. It's like Son, not Sonia. Yeah, it's definitely S A L N. Salia. Salia. It's like saliva and something else, essentially. I was, I, I still have a little Zebic character design thing to say. So Zebic. Y'all even. What? Remember the dad. We'll come back to that. He's talking about something okay. we, we, we walked away from it before he was finished. Oh, okay. Go for it. So I'm going to use Tolever as an example. In It was made in 2008. They had a certain style. Then in season two, they changed the style, which is what I call the Zebic style because they do like all of their shows like this, CanCon and Lays vs. Butlers, all the new Tolever, etc. And it's like they give all of their characters this feeling of life with the way that they color them, the way that they feel soft, and I don't know how to put it. It's just, I like that. And like we said before, the body like weight seems a bit more filled out, so it's not like some stick figure and all that stuff. I don't know, I just... You know, I like Zebek's character character designs, even if there's like exaggeratedly huge breasts. Like, you know, 
People do that all the time. Whatever. I'm not too well, bothered by it. Well, here's here's a question. Mm -hmm. First of all, this is Selnia's father that we were just talking about. Let's ask this question. Of the two main girls, uh, which one do you Who's guys best? like more? Yeah, which well, for the lack of a better question, yeah, which which girl was best of the two main? Augie, you first. Mm, let's see. Do you have y'all ever read Othello? Uh sounds familiar, but no. Years ago. Okay. Who's the main who's the actual main character that started all the crap? I don't remember the name. It's like a pure bastard. What about him? Anyway, the the childhood friend friend kind of reminded me that at some points I found that she was quite relatable with some stuff that I that I kind of go through Is on a day-to-day -day basis now. Hmm? Cassio? Cassio. Was that who it was? That's who it is. Um, the reason I say that is she's put into a place that she wasn't really born into. And she has drive to try to better herself and try to make equal ground to someone who is pretty much bred into a pedigree of this lifestyle. We talking about Tomomi? Yes, Tomomi. Okay. Um, with that drive, I find myself kind of relating to her or relating to her Sorry, to Dio Brando or something like that. That's great, and I and I appreciate the the breakdown stuff. So let me rephrase the question: body type, uh, which which is best girl body type of the two main? Uh, oh, I, I'm just, oh, you want to do a quick sleeves one? Um, yeah. Real life, Tomomi, <laughs> fantasy, Selena. All right. Um, so my answer to both real life and the other is uh, Tomomi. And, and the, I'm asking this question because I wanted to get a gauge because the FDM regarding the character design had brought up the, uh, the, the, like the large breasted characters and stuff. And for me, it's like, that it's, it has zero appeal to me as well. What I was trying to, I was trying to get a, a gauge on, on you guys for a minute, just to understand where we were coming from, because it's like, it, it had, it had no hypnotic effect on, on my end. Um, yeah, what I was about to answer was, yeah, mine would be Tomomi as well, because like, you know, I'm fine with what she's got, but, um, I also kind of like shorter-haired characters. They seem cuter to me, I guess you could okay. say. The only reason I don't say Selmina is Selmina. in real life is because unless I see the person, like the actual features to, to compare, I'm afraid some of her body will fall off. Selmina? Her back will get crippled. Oh, yeah. those. There's a reason we think those locks are way exaggerated. <laughs> the the hair is fine. People can style their hair like nineteen ninety seven Dracula for all we care, and they'll be fine. The other thing that people subconsciously you think know, about um, is how does it? How long does it take for her to prepare that hair? So bad. She doesn't need to know. She doesn't need to worry about that. That's why she has maids. Um. So I want to make one more final point about the uh, about the character anatomy. Yep. Um. So I was mentioning before I use the word plump. Um, 
one character in particular, the uh, the Middle Eastern uh, girl, not the bodyguard slash maid, but the the actual girl. Not Heyday. Yeah, she seemed. Sorry, the the she connection is so cool. bad. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you now. She seemed what? Okay, I don't hear you now. Can you hear me? I hear you I now. Hear you. Okay, so not not the bodyguard, but the other yeah, one, the, the, the main girl. Yeah, she seemed squatty. Like they had made her short and wide. Rather than just being a little plump, did did it feel like it felt felt really bizarre? The character design of her felt maybe I had my TV set to uh, oh, to like full screen instead of wide or something. I don't know. Like it, she she in particular seemed squatty to me. I don't think I in terms of like squashed um, body. And then there's more that I was gonna say, but I've already forgotten, and I just want them because my internet connection is so awful. Yeah, so back to the father. What were you saying about yeah. that, Augie? How did y'all how did y'all like the father for that? I for thought it was show. kind of kind of I don't know, funny because he was, was all down for the was it just It was nice that he was down for all that approval and stuff or whatever and then just screwed off, even though he hasn't seen his daughter in like however many months. I don't know, I thought that was a fun yeah. little thing. That's about it. Are you here, Brad? No. <laughs> I hate that. Um, best girl personality-wise, uh, well, comparing the two mains again, I would have to go with Selena because the other hey, one. What do you think that? Well, Tomomi, even though. Even though she causes more of the plot, she often uh, puts tricks people and puts them in uh, bad situations. So, want to enjoy a relationship, but at the same time, I'm gonna be ripped off. Hold on. As soon as mm-hmm. I asked you that question, I froze. You froze. I froze as oh. soon as I asked that question. Well, let's see what's on the chat. I was saying, what did you? So, Tomo, why do you like Salnia better, personality-wise? Guys, personality-wise, I'm just going to you know real quick. I'm going to quit Chrome and try to rejoin the call in Safari and see if that fixes anything. Okay. Okay. So, quickly, for Selmina, um, because she's naive, she's trying to figure stuff out. She really wants to be kind. She'll fuss, but that's because when she fusses, she's trying to figure something out. Mm-hmm. out. Figure something out. So, like, figuring out, like, people's feelings and all that crap People's like that? Feelings, how to accept, accept feelings of others, how to be kind to others without letting your guard down to get hurt. That's true because she's like on a high horse the whole time so she doesn't really know how to approach it is what you're saying. Well yeah. Um, For both characters what I really admire is both of them have a drive. Instead of That's true yeah. Instead of parents will do it. 
I should have switched to uh, to Safari a long time ago. <laughs> oh wow! So the the, the mm-hmm. reason I didn't I didn't do the call th- through Safari is because it's you didn't think um, the Yeti connected. No, no, no. It's not the Yeti. It's the uh, um, it's the the webcam. I I haven't been able to get the webcam to uh, to work through Safari anyway. Yeah. So I just, I it, but it's good to see. It seems like it's better. Anyway. So continue, guys. I, I'm sorry to keep interrupting. This is so freaking annoying. Like, I literally started this podcast saying, I am really irritable tonight, and my internet says, hold my beer. Yeah. So to Momi, let's see. I think the first time I watched this, because I watched this twice, um, Tomomi is the one that I liked more. She's not Ooh, the one I like most. Hold on, hold on. I found her yeah. more interesting and she had that little childhood connection friend. I mean, friend <laughs> You're friend a sucker connect- for this. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, hold on. So she had well, a that thing. Was duo. Like- that was Duo. Sorry. Duo Review was the one who had a sucker. It was a sucker for this. Okay. Um, right. So what I was trying to say was... Uh, Goddamn, what was it? Oh, yeah. So she has a pre-established thing with him. So she's able to talk to the main character like he's a human and stuff. And she has that little deviousness to her. So I found that interesting. Whereas Selnia, I think I looked at it is, oh, here we go, another Sundere. I mean, yeah, I see what you mean. Like, she has her reasons because she's naive. She was born in a rich whatever household and stuff, so she's not used to this. But that sort of backstory, that type of character, I find, like, they're very limited, I guess you could say. Because they're stuck in this uh, whole position of, ah, oh, I'm better than you. You're forgetting oh, one detail that she doesn't do. Ooh. She's What's not detail? violent. She's a uh, Sundere that's not violent, even though she has every privilege to be. Question, though. What about... Is Tomome violent? Well, that depends. There's aggressive violence, then passive violence. I think passive violence is a forte. <laughs> because the way I look at it is when you're comparing, let's say, a, a Sundari that is refraining from violence versus whatever the other girl is. Essentially, it is, you look at, oh, Sundari, she isn't violent. That is positive. Oh, that's norm, so it doesn't. it's not positive for this person. But I see it as, yo... You shouldn't be violent, period. So they're on even ground when I look at it that way. But you well, know what? Also, yeah. keep him, also keep in mind for a show, if it's all peaceful and slice not of life about everyday life, not slice of life, where's the not conflict? So here's a question real quick. <laughs> Take a deep breath and ask that again. The, sorry, I yawned in the middle of that. Um, yeah. The school dean, I think they called her the chancellor in the English dub. Oh, yes. I loved, I loved how they mixed that in with all these weird characters. It's just like, oh, yeah, the principal, whoever, is like a complete perv and doesn't care about anything, really. She's like Conata grown up. Uh, so also, Selnia's father, did you already discuss him? We did, I think. Yeah. Okay. I so, found him funny. That's all right. Suri, Suri Ron Fo. There was this character. I felt like she wasn't like super in the show. Like 
She kept she showing was, up, but wasn't really she was like a background character. Was, but but they kept bringing her to the forefront. Like yeah. she, like she was a secondary character for sure, but it's like you said, she was a background character, and then she'd like step into the foreground, and it's like, who are you? You know, like this character right here. Yeah, the I last thing like she might be more highlighted was, in the light novel. Yeah, the, the like last thing was, she she did that was significant was get her pants pulled down at the festival in the end. That's all I can remember she ever did. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, she sat there and ate with Tomomi every now and then. She also showed she, up in the uh, in the special, right? Yeah, and the uh, I haven't seen. Yeah, she showed up there. But um, actually, you know what? I see why she exists in one sense because most of the time, for example, any high school whatever show, characters colored hair, they're important. Other characters blend in, look generic, not important. However, she is a background character that has a style and looks unique. So I can give them credit if they're going for that, but otherwise, if she's just an afterthought character, then you know that's not that's disappointing. But if it's the first thing, I like that. Uh, I, I just realized I just realized the lesson I learned from my Ochiki. What's the lesson? She's there for the glasses demographic. <laughs> for the glasses. See, I learned. See, I learned lessons from previous shows that we watch. To be honest, she's not really that prominent in the manga. Though her sisters, her sisters also not that prominent. She has a very important role. Um, what were we talking about? We were we were having a debate on Tomome versus uh, Selnia. Can we just call her drills? <laughs> drills. Okay, fine. Drills. Okay, fine. Drills versus Tomome. But the thing is, like... we're Sorry, I, I think I was blocked internet during the time when you guys started that conversation. Are you guys just... Were you asking about, like, who was a better fit for the main guy? Like, because... No, no, we were just debating uh, who we think is, is it... a better... Uh, who we think is best girl, essentially. Not physically. Oh, between them. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because neither after, of them were best girl. <laughs> that's what I was going to After main male's final stun in the show, I mean, he might as well just take a moped to Aspen, and that would have been smarter. So basically, um, the way I looked at it is Tomomi, her problem is that she felt like she was, like the problem with her deviousness is that she felt like she was like, putting something on a string in front of this rat the entire time and acting like it's entertaining. But last minute, it's like, oh, maybe I like him or something like that. So either A, we need more time of her actually liking it and developing her feelings for Mr. Dude or have that, you know, hinted at the beginning more clearly instead of, haha, I like playing with him. Now, well... For her, her main flaw is she wants a challenge because majority of the time she didn't really have to fight to win his heart. If she didn't even oh, include Miss Flameheart or Drills, I'm back. she would have been the main character all along. If Hello? anything, she's a pain to herself. Uh, am I here? 
What? Am I here? Am I alive? I disconnected. Canada, if you want to call that being alive. Okay, so what I was leading into... Am I still here? Okay, so what I was leading into was drills. Her problem is that... I don't know. Like, the first time I watched it, the moment where it, like, hit her that, oh, I like uh, Mr. Man, it felt kind of, like, unnatural. It felt like she was just kind of... I don't know. They happened to be at her resort or whatever, and it's like, oh, this thing happened. I love him now. I don't know. I felt like so, they so what, what you're saying is, romance. hold on, what you're saying is that a harem-esque show wasn't believable? <laughs> that the relationship wasn't believable? <laughs> Dude, I've seen a lot of harms. I've seen some that have a lot better transitions that have clear indications. But hers, she was hating him the whole time. This is the problem with Sundares. They don't indicate that they like them a lot because they're always hitting them and being like, "Huh, I hate you." So, so you know. when I when I mouse over the uh, Sundere uh, tag and it gives me the description on Anime Planet, it looks like Augie wrote it. <laughs> it says rough mean? and tough exterior, soft, sweet, nuggety center. <laughs> that does fall like Sundere. A Sundari is a character who is or appears conflicted in their affection for another, seeming either interested or apathetic, dismissive or even vicious in turns as the circumstances change. Uh, so to your to your guys' point about Selnia or or Flameheart or um Drills. Heart Underblade or whatever we want to call her, um this character to me seemed uh snobby right from the moment you you meet her when tomomi yeah. sits at that table in the first episode immediately immediate turn off for the rest of the series like Pretty i much. just i don't i wouldn't put up with her you know what i mean the thing is like sh i think she maintained that tone for a lot of the series i don't know the the thing is yeah. uh you have to interweave some moments of like at least internal gratitude to the other person like if dude does a good thing she acknowledges it at least inside but the thing yeah. is we didn't get any of that no i agree kind of went went along her way and was disagreeing outwards and we didn't that's it I, i'm glad I, you brought that up because I, I do because Sorry, you I do find it hilarious that you're kind of saying that given the whole setting that we're in here i mean a school for rich elites and servants and I know, Rich girls but, being a snob. Uh. But, like, they don't... She doesn't okay, treat no. him like a human being. But we're talking about characters being best girl. <laughs> okay, so what oh, were you saying? Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, say, I'm, not, I'm not saying she's a bad character for that. I'm saying that she loses out on being a likable character from perspective of being best girl because it's an immediate turnoff when a character is such a, a snobbish bitch, you know? Well, well, you said you're glad that I brought it up. Yeah, that, I, that I'm glad you brought it up um, because I, I think you're right. But on on my end, I just didn't care the whole like the whole series uh, that I didn't care who he was interested in. Uh, I definitely thought Tomomi was better. Um, and the thing at the end is like with the with where they started fighting over him with the water park ticket was just so dumb, and it, it was. was such an obvious thing that. It, for the last episode that he was going to give the other ticket like so that they could oh, go damn. together. It, it was just so dumb and obvious. And I would I would have much rather have watched them at the water park 
Then well, the I whole. Thought, I thought the dumbest part about that was how they both slapped him at the end, despite going through all right. that crap for him. It's like I agree. I kind of agree with both of them to do that. To their credit, to the show's credit, I will say that for a harem esque show, at least it was a love triangle and not an actual harem. At least the other characters weren't like Love Square Daichi. He he's the only one that pretty much blatantly was like, "I love him." <laughs> I I vaguely remember that Daichi obviously is the the reverse trap. Yeah, he said that out loud though, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I a vaguely you know it's funny because I. The last couple podcasts, I've started watching the uh, the show we're going to watch immediately after the the podcast is over. So, so podcast by ends. The time it starts. Well, yeah, I'm just saying that like I, it's not as fresh. So I waited for this podcast. I made sure to not start the show until the week of the podcast, and the food poisoning has just has it sapped me so much that. My memory of it is is better. It's certainly better than some of the previous shows um, we've uh, we've done because I specifically made sure to wait until um, uh, until I, until closer to the time. Because the, the thing is also that if I start it early, I watch it in bursts. Like it's like, oh, I need you to hold the baby while I make dinner. It's like, okay, then I'm gonna go and watch you know an episode in ten minutes of the next episode while I'm doing that kind of thing, um, and then it it gets segmented like that. So it, this way I, I marathoned it uh, like six episodes and then the rest of it, you know, uh, two sittings, basically. Um, I do r- remember the, the thing you said about Daichi, but I, I can't like recall the incident and, and all the stuff surrounding why that happened. Was that, what episode was that in? What, what it's probably like, I think it was 10 or nine what what like what happened in the episode what was the context of it so daichi received a love letter at a table and she was all like what but how do i deal with this and all of the guys were trying to teach her how to approach dating when she's like what are you talking about i just want to turn him down what do i do and then hino telling her just say your true th- feelings so then he turned the girl down and in the middle of it she's like why and he, is there someone else you like? And then in the middle of it, she had this little epiphany where she's like, I love Hino. And it was kind of funny because it's like anyone outside of her mind would be like, she's gay. I mean, he's gay. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> that's what it was I, to me. That wasn't the I do the not episode. recall the episode at all that you just described. Like there may have been a hiccup with the remote that skipped an entire episode. We're going to have to go check. This was either episode nine or episode seven. One detail that I remember, remember from that that episode that I thought was hilarious was uh, you have main character and his three and his two other guy friends. One of the guy friends was trying to give give uh, Daichi yeah, all the quote unquote smooth moves that would never work. The likable one out of the three for the whole school he was giving her family development plans oh yeah like how to build a family and get a house and then what FDDM described for the main character just be true to your actually no 
he had a slightly different approach in that lecture. He said something like, you got to have the balls to do it, essentially. Like, just go out there and yeah, get it done. Rough. And then she's like, oh, no, I don't want to do any of this, and runs out. But, um, so what, I, my little thing with Daichi, I mean, in the beginning, she was more or less just a, what are you doing? Get out of here. I mean, <laughs> stop walking in the bathroom. I don't close, I don't lock the door ever, but, you know. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was so incredibly obvious that it was a reverse trap, is what we were yeah. getting at. I wasn't getting at that. I was getting okay, at more like continue, as a, sorry. I was getting at them more as a character, like okay. likability. Because okay, they were, sure. I guess they were more or less a secondary, but not really, because they only did anything. They only said anything back to him if he did something that was a bit bad. But yeah, you know, I wouldn't. I, I felt like the behavior. They at least gave a reason to it if they were uh, secondary esque. Yeah, that, you know, that one's kind of justified, I guess you could say. Sure. But the thing is, like, as it goes on, she has, like, a bit of a personality with trying to hide and stuff. But um, Right, but, but here's the problem, though. So there's a reason in that she's hiding the fact that she's a girl, but there isn't a reason in why she's hiding the fact that she's a girl. Yeah, it doesn't have the whole, like, myochicky... Uh, whole family lineage thing it was a really quick explanation that was like oh yeah my grandpa um wants me to be a boy wait i don't even remember it was it's dumb <laughs> it's dumb is what it is is what i'm getting at it's just it, it didn't it's un i i'm a little bit more okay with it here because it wasn't they didn't okay so here's here's the difference in myo cheeky it was the main there, plot no 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 but the, the entire, side plot? No, no, here it is in Mayo Cheeky, there were so many elements where there's like that moment where, oh no, we're caught in this awkward situation because we can't reveal the truth. And it's like, why does it have to be a lie? You know, in this situation, they didn't play that up. So it, it didn't bother me. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this person wants to dress up as a guy. That's fine. Like, whatever floats your boat, that's cool. Uh, and then you're just sort of embarrassed about it the way that, let's say, somebody who's a furry would be embarrassed if you found out somebody who's a furry kind of thing. Like, you, just, like you, don't, you wouldn't get their, their kink or whatever, I guess, you know? But, um, but this one, it, they, didn't, they didn't constantly, like... For me... With a Daichi character, it's kind of needed because it gives the show another spin or another take on the whole whole scenarios that's around it. That's kind of the way I look at it as well. But it's also like they have all these different characters with bizarre features to them and stuff. So I think that kind of fits in with the whole setting and stuff. Yeah, what I'm getting at then is that, it, it's, that I felt like it was better than my Cheeky in that regard. So okay. its, it's strengths, its weakness is its strength essentially. Where it lacks actually helps it is pretty much what you're saying. I well, guess you could say. I mean, I'm I'm coming into a conversation where apparently my connection got bad again, and then you guys were talking, and then I'm jumping from what I was talking about into what it seemed like you guys were talking about. But I will say that the the chaos that feels like is happening in the show with all these characters, like like the guy with the pink hair. Um, the the superintendent or the the chancellor or whatever the, the dean, 
um, the mm-hmm. Arab girl, uh, it just all this weird, crazy crap that is just coming out of nowhere and doesn't feel flushed out is in there because this is based on a bunch of light novels where it is flushed out. I don't know. I just thought it was intended to be bizarre. I kind of like that, though. I mean, I it, it's okay. I, it just, it, it's just, it's fine. I'm, I'm just saying, like, there was a bunch of characters, like, it, it's almost better when you're going to do an adaptation to just omit characters if they're, if you can't flush them out all the way. I was really disappointed to see that it was like there was one volume of manga ever made for this. So it's like, okay, so much for any source material coming over here. Yeah, well, the light novels. Yeah, but I'm not going to read those. Um, Um, How did you two think? How do you, what are y'all's thoughts on the music? Forgettable. Uh,. I feel like there's one or two things that I remembered, but I'd probably have to be prompted, and then I'd be like, oh, yeah, that song. Well, for me, I thought the... Oh, it was the opening. The visuals for the opening, I thought the opening itself was very hypnotic and catchy. The ending is just an ending. It, it cools you from the show. The thing is, um, I watched this on my PC while I was multitasking to be efficient so i didn't go back and forth skipping the opening like usual so i was hit i was subconsciously listening to it over and over again so i kind of grasped the opening on a lot of other shows i was all right with it okay i actually i actually only watched the opening in any once and then skipped it because i was trying i I don't i don't blame you i'd i'd do the same thing if I, I I usually don't do that, but um, this time around because of the because of the uh, food poisoning and stuff, I wanted to get through it without right. like taxing myself more than I had to. As for the animation, mm-hmm. I have more to say about that because okay, Devic has like I think they've gained so much money from all successful etchy shows, including To Love Root, um, that they they have a really nice polish to them because like they the background art has in some cases, some pretty nice texture, or at least they have good lighting, like the good light sources. And they have, like, some details, heat waves in the summer in the background, and then you have the shimmering water glow, uh, not glow, but sparkling and stuff. The only thing that was really not that great was the CG for those planes that came in later on, but that was so minimal, and (laughs) it wasn't choppy like a lot of other CG, so... I was like, whatever. It was like two seconds. As for the motion, they have a really good sense of like the way the body moves for obvious etchy reasons. But because they're so proficient at it, I think it's like, you know, that's it's nice that you're good at that. It's a nice presentation, if you will. Yuagi? By the figure today. Um I'm not sure what the question is, but I'll go ahead to it's pace. It's the animation. Just what? Okay. Oh, the animation. I thought it was beautiful for the most part. Yeah. Or for the majority. Uh, drawing ruffles itself is a very complicated thing to do unless you just get into that rhythm. So seeing seeing that constant detail with the maids, maids and some of the uni- uniforms I thought was a nice touch. 
uh, very simplistic at some parts, but once again, by the figure. Um, some of the water effects I didn't, I thought were pretty impressive, like when they were in the hot springs. Um, you had some visual gags. The governess I'm afraid of, but um, I can't really complain too much about the animation. If anything, it felt like it was like three years ahead of 2009. Yeah, it was, man, like 2010. Hmm. That's right. Yeah, like they probably got quite a bit from all the Etsy they've done. So you were about to say something about the pacing? Was it? Yeah, the pacing, it didn't. None of the episodes felt like 30 minutes. It, it probably felt more like 12 to 15, depending on the situation. Some episodes. I actually agree. They kind of flew by. Because I was multitasking, but it still flew by. You know? It flew by, but you know it's an episode. Yeah. Um. I guess AC was rushing it due to the stress that he was dealing with 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 food poisoning. Um, so would I recommend this show? I would recommend this show the same way as I would recommend uh, recommend Mayo Cheeky, but I felt like this show was a little bit more livelier than Mayo Cheeky. It's more live with all the characters and all their shenanigans. Pretty much. Oh my god. Oh your god. Um earlier earlier in the podcast I said yes. I said we have some uh, interesting names for the for the people in the chat. Well, I don't I don't I just hold on. I'm not. I'm not gonna bring it up. I'll. I'll tell you guys off off camera. Okay. Fair enough. I, I just. I don't want to. It'll derail things, and it's. It's potentially right. not even worth bringing up. So I'm not gonna. <laughs> what were you saying? Again? Okay. See. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, I was done with my point. What do, would y'all recommend? What's just y'all's thoughts on the pacing? Would y'all recommend the? Sh would I recommend the show? Um. I recommend it. Expect I wouldn't call this a harem. I would call it etchy, etchy with a love triangle. I'll just say you'll know by episode three whether or not you want to finish it. Is that fair to say? Um, That's fair to I say. Don't know what happens on episode three, but you know. No, I, I just mean I just I just mean that like episode one. I I wouldn't say that is a great indicator. Yeah. But by episode three, it's like, okay, I know what you this show is about, and I'm, it's going to be a lot of etchy and, <laughs> and all that stuff. Yeah, that's I probably fair to say. Three, I recall episode three, that introduces more of the reverse trap character. Well, it doesn't... I, I, let me no, say, no, if no, you watch that. any three episodes, you know what the show's about. Okay, Typically. fair enough. No, that doesn't introduce that. It introduces the 19-year-old artist... <laughs> No, nineteen year olds episode one. One. Yeah. No, because I mean, he's but, he's running away from Selnia and uh, and runs into her in the courtyard area. Oh, you okay. mean like what her backstory is? 
about yes. like okay what well, it doesn't matter no, let me let me say again if you watch was... a couple of episodes you know whether you want to complete it rather than just say an actual number yeah, some idiot who, who about... has two podcast hosts who are gonna <laughs> who are gonna nitpick every single goddamn thing i say on <laughs> anyway i think he's um, just misinterpreting on our part word the instead of uh <laughs> uh let's see so sorry i actually interrupted augie there though did were you uh I think he was finishing saying that he recommends it and was handing it off to your recommendation, but you... No, yeah, you, it was again. on you. No, 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 no. One quick detail. You were on it. One quick detail I kind of find a little cruel is you have a school with rich people and future butlers. The Oh, yeah, that doesn't make really... How does that work? Kind of, what do the masters do at the school? They learn how to be... So, uh, a pompous ass like what no, if- seriously that's that's why i didn't understand that the sister characters didn't have enough money for both of them to be the master character things because i thought I that the master character was like okay so you're so <coughs> you've leveled up so high in iq and and societal achievements and stuff that you are now going to be pomp posh whatever for the rest of your life and the, the lesser classmen are the ones who are going to be trained for the sake of being maids and but it didn't make any sense to me um what you guys said was hilarious i think it's a very funny concept that the parents couldn't afford for both of them but um i didn't pick that up at all i just like i just uh, yeah I thought now, it was that, a whole... now that i remember it the the entire concept of this show makes pretty much no sense so the way that uh, i can... approach it is just something you watch for the of it, I guess you could say. Yeah, can we also acknowledge the fact that there was three like student types, right? There's maid, butler, and then the master class thing. And then oh, but we've also got uh the artist girl who who was not either of those. Also, Pina was like none of those. You know, it's like all, all these other characters that weren't part of oh, the Technically those two were considered masters, but yeah. Those <laughs> they two were in the uniform. Good. You know, well, the one's like literally a princess or whatever from her country. I think she, yeah, so she, she, she might just hung out with the, the whoever the head the of the school, yeah, the dean the entire time. Anyway, uh, the dean was into, was into her, uh, her yeah. show, and she, she was into it. She was a sponsor, AC, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But, um, yeah, overall, the thing is. Obviously, the story isn't very compelling. Actually, I don't think I mentioned how Hino as a character. You just take him as he is and how he progresses. I think we learned just he gets tortured slightly from childhood friend, and that's that's all we really get of him. Otherwise, he's Mr. Generic main character. Though he has a little yeah. scar, and he has a bit of a Yuji from Baka and Test hairstyle. But um, I wish they would explain the scar. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Oh, but yeah, I was, I was just about to bring that up. I was just about to bring that up. Uh, Apparently, the we're all on the same uh, page. Yeah, I've been I've been itching to bring it up this whole time, but I I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. He want was to obviously tortured by what's her name. Reed. Well, I thought I thought that at kids. some point they were gonna they were gonna link back to the his relationship with Tomomi from the past. Y'all did. And I, I thought I thought it was going to be something dumb, like something he said to her back then, and she like threw a toy truck at him, and then him not calling her psycho 
and calling her by her old name or something was going to result in, in him getting a scar over his other eye or something. I thought it was going to be something really dumb like that, but uh, never explained it, which is equally dumb. Yeah, so um, let's see. You got a main character that is a blank slate, the self-insert, and the major drawback is the lack of any defined progression because obviously you want to see the conclusion of, oh, which girl does he end up with? You know, and I believe they will come to a conclusion because it feels like it will uh, have a conclusion. I just repeated myself essentially. Um, but the thing is, we obviously get none of that. And I think they kind of tried to spread themselves out with some other characters that weren't able to focus on the main two. And like, I can see either of them being. Some someone that's a lot more likable than they currently are, because as we said, established, neither of them are really best girl. But um, you know, we obviously don't have enough time. So as it is as a whole, it's kind of just something you watch to enjoy. I don't think it's substantial. I, let me put my my guess. Hey, uh, at the end, okay, you know what you can quick. buy. Sorry, I, I just I, I came across the song. Um, you know, we have like the uh, um, the God panties from uh, from yes. uh, Shuffle. Apparently, an official product from Ladies versus Butlers. Yeah, but that's not with a box set. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's bizarre of 